Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, Amigo. Good morning, Sunshine. Frank. It's Turds Day. Yeah, buddy. Yep. It is Friday, Junior. Yeah, buddy. I'm dressed up for the occasion. Got my jacket on. Looking spiffy this morning. Thank you very much. You know why I'm looking spiffy today, right? Why? Because it's Turds Day. I love Turds Day. Yeah, buddy. Turds Day means that Fried Day is right around the corner. Down the corner, right yeah. around the corner. It's right there. You go from Turd to Fried, and your weekend is uh, is set in stone. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. It's Thursday, April 20. Turds Day, April 22nd, 2021. Good morning to all of you. We'll ride on this carpet ride till the next. Uh, I don't know, for the next four hours, we'll be doing this till 11 in the morning. And Frank Fernandez is my co-pilot. What's going on, Frank? Chilling, man, and hanging out. I'm, Should be I'm any not... minute now where the peanut gallery comes coming, you know, comes walking through. Yeah, we're counting down. But I have mini peanut gallery here already. You know that today is National Take Your Child to Work Day. Oh, is that so? I didn't Yes, okay. yes. I, I realized that there was some sort of correlation. Well, so apparently, Slam Radio and children go hand in hand. We already got a couple of visitors, which is fantastic. We have Isabella and Mia joining us in studio already to see what goes on here because they've come with their mom to work today. And I'm sure there'll be other students or of other schools that are coming to school with their moms and dads. They're going to get a peek into the majestic studios of Slam Radio. I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you have a good time. hope you enjoy yourselves here. Frank, um, you know what happens on Turd's Day, right? Um, we look forward to Friday. I don't know. Okay, well, here, here's a couple of thoughts, right? If you're planning a long weekend, then Thursday's Friday. Correct. Well, kind of, yeah, 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 I get it. Many people mentally check out on Friday, which they shouldn't. Friday's a very productive day. Mm-hmm. Sales meetings all across the country figuring out what the numbers are for the week. A lot of lunches being ordered, a lot of lounging, nah. casual But what happens fire. is people want to cut the back end of that day out so that the weekend starts early. So why do we got to sugarcoat it? Why do we got to pretend? Why isn't just Thursday officially Friday? It should be, because I don't think Friday's as productive as you may think it is. It's not. Like, the, the, by Friday, I'm checked out. Listen, it, nobody goes to work on Friday wanting to be productive. Everybody goes on Friday counting down to 5 o'clock or whatever time is punch-out time in order to leave. And it starts as soon as you get out of bed. Because every day you're supposed to dress up nice and professional and chill. But what happens on Friday? Casual All day. Places, casual Friday. Casual Friday. Jeans. So as you're getting up out of bed, you're wearing your jeans and you're like, ah, today is like a half day. I'm good. I don't have to worry about anything. So that makes it non-productive. So it makes you count down even more towards that 5 o'clock deadline of punching out, in my opinion. Listen, you know it, all comes down, it all comes down to when you get your fried. On Friday, that's it. That's you're fried from nothing. a long week. That's why I call it fried. And then if you go out for ladies' night on Thursday, I wasn't done oh, with the word. I wasn't even done without fried <laughs> day. Sorry. You gotta, you gotta give it this ambient pause there. You I know? apologize. Yes. So Thursday is like a mini Friday, and I enjoy it that way. I don't sugarcoat it. Mm-mm. We have someone who wants to speak on there. Let me set up the microphone for Isabella real quick. Hold on. So Isabella's on the mic. She's talking about how, um, how do I say this? Thursday, what, what just. 
a junior Friday. Correct. It, it definitely is a junior Friday. There's no doubt about it. Um, that's what I'm talking about. That it's the only thing that's turd about Turd's Day is the fact that it's not fried day. That we're not enjoying ourselves and getting ready for a weekend. We have to look ahead, look for the promise of tomorrow mm-hmm. to reach the our destiny, land. which is a weekend of rest and relaxation. The promised land. You like that, huh? Mm-hmm. How different is that than life, kid? What, what are you doing? You're saying that we're counting down to our, uh, to our retirement? To our retirement? To a pleasant place? No. Our happy place? Because retirement means that your time's almost out. Okay, but don't you like financial security and being set in stone and the consistency of life being calm without any problems? But just because you retire doesn't necessarily mean you have all those things. No, you can actually have that before, which is what's funny. Mm-hmm. But I also think what's great is if you have that mindset, right, and you're planning ahead then things work out better for you. So I love Thursday because I'm planning ahead. Mm-hmm. I feel very productive and organized, not just about the work I do at work, but the stuff I do when I play. So on Thursday, I'm in a great mood. That means I'm productive Thursday. I come in Friday. I feel like I'm productive Friday mm-hmm. because I'm excited. You got it, girl. Yeah, buddy. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> he said it phenomenal. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. So do you understand now the excitement about Turd's Day for me? Mm-hmm. So why do, t- why do teachers make all these tests for students like on a Friday? Like, Milian, if you need any work done, I'm going to be 100% honest with you and transparent. We've talked If about you that. want any work done, give it to me today. Because tomorrow you give me something, I'm like, sure. And I'm going to put it aside <laughs> and it'll be taken care of next weekend. Appreciate knowing that. Where's the rest of the peanut gallery? It should be here already. I don't know. They've been very lazy. She's got a better peanut gallery, right? She's got a, the peanut gallery's a better peanut gallery to go to. Is Pluto, is this true? Pluto is not a planet. It hasn't been a planet yes. for a long time. For a long time, it hasn't been a planet. I think since like 2009. Okay, so Mia's telling me, my executive producer today is telling me that it's since 2006. Okay. It's been a dwarf planet, is that what they're calling it? Would you like to comment on this on the air? We'd love to have you on the air. Because I know nothing about the topic other than I'm astonished that, well, like, I grew up, Pluto was either in Disney or he was in space. And Pluto was in space as a planet. You don't want to come on the air, do you, Mia? Mia, are you looking it up? We, we need brains on this topic. Yes, Mia, we need we brains. Brain. We need brains. We have me. You know we're lacking brains. The rest of the peanut gallery is not here. I need smart person. Joining us on the mic is Mia. Mia, please explain to me briefly what the heck is a dwarf planet and why is Pluto a dwarf planet? Pluto's a big dog. Like, I would think Pluto is not a dwarf planet. Pluto is supposed to be a planet and apparently Mickey's dog. There you go. Go ahead, Mia. Two things confusing. Very. My favorite Disney character, by the way. So, am I wrong here? Like, I think Pluto, I think we should lobby for Pluto to be a planet again. Okay, wait. Pluto is considered a dwarf planet because it did not meet the three criteria they used to define a full-sized planet. It contains an asteroid belt as well as the terrestrial planets Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars. Whatever that You're schooling us on this dwarf planet thing. You know that. We had neither Frank nor I had any. We, all we knew is that it wasn't a planet anymore. Here's the three reasons. Go ahead. It's smaller than the other planet. It's even smaller than Earth's moon. It's dense and rocky. Its orbit is erratic. 
and one of its moons is about half Pluto's size. That's four reasons. Well, there you have it, Frank. So apparently I'm learning that um, planets have to pass certain requirements in order to be, c be considered planets. I didn't, know, I didn't know that you had to go through a checklist in order to be I a planet. I didn't understand that. Doesn't I didn't know you had to go through the planet combine. So to add to what Mia said, um, if, 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 it, if, it, if it passes one of these three checklists, then it's considered a planet. So Pluto has passed two of the three. So the first one that they pass is it's an orbit around the sun. So we've already established that it goes around in a circle around the sun. It's, uh, the second one, it has sufficient mass to assume hydrostatic equi equilibrium. It's interesting because it's a planet. The third I'm sorry, I don't know how to teach you. I, I, I don't teach astrology. The, 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 um, the thing that makes it a dwarf planet and doesn't make it a planet is that it has not, quote, unquote, cleared the neighborhood around its orbit, which means that there's many asteroid belts around Pluto. Okay. That's pretty much why. You know what I took from it, right? Blah, 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 blah. It's a small planet, therefore they call it a dwarf planet. That's what I took from it. Well, well I don't know, man. When I heard dwarf planet, I'm we like, live oh, in a world. We live in a world where I'm not into discrimination. We're discriminating on Pluto here, bro. I'm offended when I what heard that. What about, like, Disney princesses? There's some Disney princesses that are not considered actual Disney princesses because they have to go to a, through a checklist. You get what? Disney princesses have yes. to go through a checklist? Just so you know, there's she's only, a Disney nerd. There's only 11 certified Disney princesses. No, Wait a minute. Now I'm really learning here. Okay, hold on. You know all those, I need to know this. Hold on. You know all those Halloween costumes and dolls and all that stuff that say Disney princess? They have the Disney princess logo? I do. Okay. So those that are sold with the Disney princess logo are certified Disney princesses. There's other ones from other Disney movies that are not certified Disney princesses. Frank, are you hearing this? You, in order I'm, to be an I'm actual princess, you have to be certified. Listen, yeah. I'm a girl dad now, so I need to know this. Girl dad. This is important information, although mine is already older. She's a, she's a queen already. <laughs> so apparently, it was supposed to be like, like in the movie Moana, Maui makes a joke that if you wear a dress and you have an animal sidekick, you're a Disney princess. Which is basically the criteria, but also you have to have um, over $250 million in the box office globally and over $100 million in the U.S. to be certified a Disney princess. So basically, if you make Disney money, you're a Disney princess. That's crazy. I, I, um, Frank, did you know this? This okay. sounds like something we would know because of, of sports. Like if it was like, who the heck knows this? I'm impressed. Can you give her some applause for that? Because that was, notice that she didn't take the phone out for that one. She knew that one off the top of the dome. So Mia, just curiosity, is, is the number higher than 11 um, by any chance? Because I'm, now I'm looking this up, obviously, and I'm seeing a list of uh, 13, possibly. So you have Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, uh, Ariel, Belle, uh, Jasmine, uh, Pocahontas. Is Pocahontas a princess? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mulan. Tiana. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Rapunzel. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Merida. Yes. I don't know who that was. Moana. Merida's the first Pixar princess, actually. Moana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For some reason, the video that I saw said that Moana isn't a Disney princess. It's possible that the recently. box office went up, though. Being Ma Moana. Maybe she was recently added. Okay, so this is a, possibly a new recent one, because I don't even know if this movie came out yet. Raya. Yeah, oh, it did yeah. come out, but she I don't think she's it an actual princess. I'm not really sure it, about that It one. came out, like, that's a couple really recent. days ago. 
days ago, like months ago. Months ago? Yeah. And there were some official princesses before that were removed from the princess list. Well, I hope Cinderella's still a princess. Cinderella's yeah. princess? Yeah. Anyway, all the classics are, are still there. All the, all the heritage Yeah, but the princesses. recent ones, it's like a blur. So Tink used to be a princess. She's no longer a princess. I didn't even know she was a princess. I, I never I, knew she was I, on I didn't there. know she was one. She's just a fairy. Here. This is according to Disney Princess Wikipedia. DisneyPrincess.fandom.com. So, I mean, I don't Dude, know. There's protocols to this princess thing. Did you even know this? I, I think Mia's more legit than this list, but I'm just reading something else. Well, there's a, a an actual Disney Princess website, like, from Disney. I'm not sure if the fandom one is, like, the certified Disney one. But I don't know which website. Mia's awesome. So I, I applaud you for knowing that. That's like me knowing the history of the Yankees or something, right? I just, it's very. I, by the way, we have a, we have a queen here, Queen Elizabeth. Today she's Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth. The other day she's Elizabeth Taylor. Good morning. Good morning. It's an A day, so today you're Queen Elizabeth. Uh, did you know that there was such protocols for royalty in, in Disney? I didn't. I did not. This is news to me. Okay, I found the certified Disney princess website. Look at this. It's Belle, Rapunzel, Ariel, Tiana, Moana, Cinderella, Aurora, Merida, Pocahontas, Jasmine, Mulan, Snow White. It's 12. So Raya, Raya's not on there. They just recently added Moana. That's why it's 12. And Raya, is, Ra is that Raya's not on there, I think, because... because it, She's too recent. Yeah. It takes about like a year for their coronation oh to happen. It's crazy. Coronation day. Coronation... You learn something new every day. I guess I'm disconnected from princesses in Disney. This is crazy. Now I gotta have an argument with my wife, and I think I know more about princesses than her. <laughs> well, you, but you're getting this is good training for you because of Addison. That's like, why I stopped. That's why I stopped what I was doing. I started listening. Like we went, went long and everything. This is important information for, for, for good old Addison. I mean, Addison, how do we get Addison to be a certified princess? Because she sure is. Thank you. She gotta make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> These kids are killing it. You, maybe they can stick around for the next segment since my peanut gallery. I guess my peanut gallery got stuck in the jelly. And Oh, wait, they're leaving? I was going to say today. No, they're not leaving right now. They're doing a good job. Uh, no, they're not leaving. We're going to add the kids from Zoom on, get the rest of our potty wands in here. I love the first hour of this show because it's all full of youth and excitement and energy. It's Earth Day. I love it. We're going to do that and so much more right here. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. You instead wake me up before you go go leave me hanging on like a yo-yo wake me up keep it going i'm not going anywhere i'm not going anywhere letting it ride so people can hear you singing it before you go go because i'm not planning on going solo wake me up before you go go now take me dancing tonight where does this song take you 1983 miami coral park senior high school 10th grade and loving life like nobody's business, bro. On top of the world, never imagining what the future was, what was going to bring me and what, the, uh, what my life would be. 
It's I a, love that song though. It's an older song, so that's why I asked because it doesn't it doesn't click like that with me. So this song, but you know the not, words though. I was surprised at that. I do know the words because it's a good song. But this song takes me back to Zoolander. Did you ever see Zoolander? Oh snap! The gas station. Yes. That's that's. It's, it's but everything with you is ends up being a movie. Always, always. My entire life revolves around movies. That's why I'm so excited talking about what we're talking about. Great radio segue. Disney movies apparently have checklists. Thanks to our guest Mia today. Uh, Mia, thank you for bringing this up to us because it all started through Pluto. And then we goofed with Disney because Pluto's, you know, a, a character in Disney. And then the next thing we find out is that Disney princesses have a checklist. They have a set of requirements. But now Frank is dug in deeper. And uh, with your intrepid reporter skills, you have found out that there's more than one checklist. Yeah, yeah. So there's a checklist to be a human Disney princess, which I'll have to go after I read this checklist, I'll go back and find that one. And then there's a checklist to be considered a Disney princess and part of the Disney princess lineup. All right. So there's four major requirements. First requirement is you must be human or at least turned into a human like Ariel did. All right. Okay. Second requirement. You must be introduced in the original movie. No sequels. That's why Ariel's daughter, uh, daughter Melody is not considered a princess. Still with me? I'm with you. I'm Leah, you with me? We're all ears. Okay. Your movie must do well in the box office, okay? So you may have noticed that a lot of Disney princess films have done very well in the box office. For example, The Little Mermaid and Tangled are just, like, they're, they're, they're huge box office hits. So they have to make money. If the movie doesn't make a lot of money, you can't throw her into the lineup because it doesn't fulfill, the, I guess, the level of the other princesses. And then the final requirement, you have to be born or you have to be married into royalty. Uh, Belle was married into royalty. Uh, Merida was born into um, born into royalty. Or 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 perform an act of heroism. That's why Mulan. That one is specifically for Mulan. That's so the heroism is the reason why Mulan is considered a yeah, Disney princess. Yeah, but that's pretty much the only one because the rest of them were either born into it or married into it. Correct. I'm floored by all I'm, this. I I'm learning here. Existed. So then tell me why Elsa and Anna are not married. I get Elsa, because Elsa turns into a queen, but Elsa is still a princess. I mean, Anna is still a princess. Anna is definitely a princess. I would have to agree on that. I don't know. Dominicans in town, they're sisters. Why can't they both be princesses? Get on the mic. I need, I, I need, give her a wireless. Like, this is an important topic. So I'm going to look this I'm up. I'm going to get our kids on Zoom. We've got a lot to go over here in this first hour, so guys. The, the, de the, the debate on Tinkerbell um, is this, because a lot of people feel like they should meet those, uh, that she meets those requirements so tinkerbell was not introduced um in the in the um, in the first tinkerbell movie she's introduced in peter pan all right okay um the disney fairies franchise did do well in the box office and she performs an act of heroism but she's not considered uh she's not considered a princess because she's not human so this is great now we've got our kids on zoom on and and i think a resident disney expert nicole is there as well. But before we get Nicole to chime in, our Dominicans in the house, not you, the Dominican. If this was basketball, we'd talk to you, Taco. What's up, girl? You doing good? Yeah. All right, so talk to me a little bit. Uh, you apparently are a princess freak. You, I mean, your whole theme, your birthday parties, or you, like, you like the whole princess thing. I was every princess for Halloween. <laughs> so... Every single one? Every princess. Were they all certified? I don't know if you knew this. There's Mulan. certified princesses. Yeah. So you're aware of the certification princess process? Yeah. The CPP. You got to be kidding me, guys. 
I'm floored by And then the thing is, Frank, all the young ladies are like, yeah, how did you not know this? Literally. So instead of talking Super League today, like we were supposed to with, with, with Pasquale, he didn't come through. And we're talking Disney princesses here on Good Morning Amigo. This is the last thing I expected. So the internet is undefeated, right? So did you ever watch The Hunger Games? Mm, sort of. And you know when a movie disturbs me, I don't watch it. It was started to disturb me, and I said goodbye. Do you know the concept of the game? Yes, I 100% know so the So you know game. about, like, the 12 sectors or whatever, and, like, everybody has, like, their champion, put them in, and everybody goes in for a brawl? Yes. All right, so somebody set up a, a lineup for the Disney princesses and what groups they were going to go in and who would win if they were in a hunger No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, you see what I mean? You're serious? Group one, Snow White and the Prince. All right? Group two, Cinderella and Prince Charming. They're all going in as groups. Group three would be Princess Aurora and Prince Philip. So they go in as a team, and the yeah, man fights another man, and the woman fight, and they battle each other. Right, because remember in the Hunger Games, that one sector had the two, so they're playing that yes. with all the sectors. This is crazy. Um, okay, so group four is Princess Ariel and Prince Eric. Group five is Belle and the Beast. I think those are the winners right there. Uh, yes. Group six is Princess Jasmine and Aladdin. Oh, I'm a Jasmine freak, though. Yeah, it depends. Does Aladdin have the genie or not? Does he have the magic lamp? That's a lamp? good point. If he has the magic lamp, he could be, you know, like... Because he, now he he's has in the running. cover power, yeah. right? And magic carpet, too, so he can fly over everybody. And you can never underestimate the power of being good-looking. And Jasmine is very good-looking, so that's, that's powerful in itself. So, Group 7, Pocahontas and John Smith. Pocahontas won. That's it. I think you like Pocahontas, apparently, huh? Pocahontas can win. She's, yeah. But, she, but she's, she's brought down because she's, her partner's too generic. <laughs> Who's her partner? John Smith. John Smith. Oh, gosh, that's sucks, everybody. Dude. Her partner really sucks. <laughs> She's probably the best woman in the world, though. All right. To, like, fighting. Hey, I'm starting to get worried. Anthony has an opinion. And, and not Taco Flaco, but my Anthony has an opinion on About this. Disney? Disney princesses. I'm getting concerned. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning. How are you, sir? Doing great. How are you? Um, yeah, we're having, we're enjoying Take Your Child to Work Day, and we have just a different angle to the show today. But apparently, you, it's like you prepared for the show. It's like you knew we were going to talk about princesses somehow. Oh yeah, I went to sleep super excited. I could not, could not wait to talk about Disney princesses at seven o'clock in the morning. Well, I thought we were talking the A's winning eleven straight. Instead, we're we're talking about. This. Did you know that there's a certification process to this, guys? Nicole, Anthony, Mario. Yes. I don't want to bother I Alba. I don't want to bother Alba. I know she's probably sleeping. So. Hey, that's Anthony. I was about to say, I'm so surprised you didn't go grab a bowl of cereal today. Like. I think he purposely said... Joke's on you. I did. <laughs> no, I think he purposely said, you know what? Today we're talking about princesses. I'm going to stay on the class today. That way I don't embarrass myself. Well, but actually, what it is, Alba, is, is the walk to the cereal. The walk to the cereal where he's at today is a little closer than where he normally is. So it's easier for him to get the cereal and stay in camera's view. <laughs> it's much easier. It's much easier. He already got the cereal and he didn't even know it. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Alba, did you know Plus, there's a certification Alba, process? Did you know there's a certification process to being a Disney princess? I had no idea about that. Like, Frank, when I heard that, I was like, what? I'm, I was so confused. Where is, is Nicole with us? Nicole, good morning. Hi, yes, good morning. I said that I did know. You did know. I figured you would know, and I saved you for last because you're going to corroborate what Mia and Isabella and everybody else in studio today has given us. It's, we've made this into a Disney princess hour. So we okay. went, there's like 12 certified. Frank went over there. You, you can be certified in person and then certified in movies. You were fully aware of this, huh? Yeah, yeah. Why haven't we talked about this on the show before? 
Never came into discussion. Oh, now it's into discussion. Who's your favorite princess? Because now at this point, if it, how about if your favorite princess is not certified? Are you just not like, you like a second tier Disney fan? Like, is my favorite, like, I, I love Cinderella, but I love Jasmine. I love Jasmine and Ariel. Ariel's pretty cool too, but Jasmine is, well, Jasmine's different. So like if Jasmine were real, like I'd probably just slide into her DM somehow. Like I'd do something like that. Jasmine's pretty cool. Whoa. Jasmine's pretty cool, bro. Like true story. How old is Jasmine though? Brother, yeah, it's called a radio cool. joke. Settle down. Don't start trying to cancel me already because I like a princess. Cut it out. I don't know if I'd slide into Jasmine's Canceled. I don't know if Canceled. I'd slide into Jasmine's DMs. There's a reason why she has a tiger with her. Oh Raja. That too. Yeah, I forgot about Raja. She's actually unapproachable. Never mind. That's probably why she has Doesn't a tiger. She have like a very cruel dad too. So yeah, but we That's, can always circumvent cruel dads. Wait till Frank has to deal with that with Addison. No, her dad is fun. soft. Her dad is soft. You got to worry about her uncle, uh, that Jafar guy. That Jafar guy's so, tough. So, but she has she got Raja because when she puts her TikTok videos out, everyone slides into her DM. She needs a reason to be able to defend herself. Understood. That's I, the I, why I, she got Raja. Yeah. So you're gonna be all right, Anthony. Once upon a time, when I used to take you guys in Pampers to Disney, we would go eat at those theme restaurants, right? Like the castle. Whatever, and then the princesses would come and take pictures. Mm -hmm. Those are my favorite dinners. I, I, I did one of those castle things once. It was kind of Those cool. are the character dinners. The character dinners is what they're called. Yeah. Right? So those are awesome because the kids love it. They see, uh, you know, Mickey come with it. But it you got to find the one with the princesses. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. now it sucks because it's, apparently now they just wave from far away and go. Oh, that's not good. That I have some close-ups. I have some close-ups with Jasmine. You can see I'm very happy. To take but it's just because of COVID that now they do it off the balcony or they do it off one of their parades. Yeah. That that they do. The parades are always epic. And they don't have fireworks anymore. I heard about that. That's why don't cool. but why don't they have fireworks? What's to do with that? <laughs> Probably because a bunch of people like gather to see them. Uh, I think it's because they were closed for so long that they have to save money somehow. So they. I think so. It's an expensive thing. I, I don't think. It no, is. it's because usually oh. at the fireworks at the end of the night. There's a huge crowd of people, and obviously they want more people inside the park, but they want to avoid crowds. And there's just no way to correctly space people because right. people won't pay attention to the rules. There's no social distancing when there's fireworks. I didn't even think about there that. There was no social distancing in the Masters, but nobody had a problem with that. Yeah, well, this is Disney. It's different. Disney princesses, brother. Is Sick Sigler here or is he sick again? No, he's there. I think he's sick of this conversation. Well, that's okay because we're not talking about me beating him in basketball. Sick. If you had to dress up as a princess for our one-on-one -on -one game later on next week, uh, who would you dress up as to take the beating on the court for me? Belle. You'd be Belle. That's interesting. Yeah. That would be good. That'd be good. I would personally, like I, I'm, you know, like I said, I like Jasmine. I wouldn't dress up as Jasmine, though. I think I would avoid that. So, you know, one of the Frozen sisters is really perfect. For me. I'll dress up like Mulan, bro. Are you serious? Like the samurai. What's wrong with you guys wanting to wear a dress? <laughs> well, I'm channeling my inner princess. Can you leave me alone for a minute? It's not like it's a masculine move to begin with. I would I would love to see either Frank or Amigo in a Disney princess costume. Because, you know, usually the Disney princess, they have a luscious hair. No, 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 no. Like the outfit would fit. That's just a bald, bald head. Oh, it's easy, the a wig. sisters aren't considered princesses. They aren't considered princesses by the actual like guard of, of what it is for Disney. They aren't the Frozen sisters. Okay, so they're, they're, they're not. Okay, understood. So am I a And is Elsa human? She's not, right? 
No, Elsa's no, human. Yes, she, she just has powers. So she's not yeah, human. she's human. She's an X-Men then. Okay. What if the Frozen sisters aren't on the Disney princess list? Because... They made so much money in the box office that they have their own, like... On their own tier. That's what I yeah, read. Yeah, that's too. why there's He's so right. much Frozen merchandise. Yeah, they started their own franchise because yeah, of how much money that franchise actually... Franchise. It was like the Jordan brand separating yes, from Nike. exactly. Yeah. That was great. Exactly. That was good, huh? Yeah. Look at me. Yes. I'm glad she brought it up. I read that earlier, and I was going to bring that up later on. But yes, she's 100% right. That's the reason why Elsa and Anna are not considered princesses, because they've spun off and done their own thing. Well, absolutely. Me and Isabella today are the producers of the Good Morning Amigo show, because we've got a topic here that's epic. I don't even have to play music. Like, we're just talking here. Right? I forgot about it. I didn't even look it up. Um, it's just interesting. It is. I can also put into perspective that my favorite lady in Disney is Minnie Mouse. Am I crazy for that one? Yes. Why? Well, guys, when Minnie, Mouse, Minnie, Mouse, Minnie Mouse was... When Mickey and Minnie would come and to see the kids, I would always goof with Mickey. And I'd say, she's mine. And he would... And so I would always get great interaction with Mickey. Remember, Mickey and Minnie would have to wave at everybody. You're lucky if you get Mickey to come say hi to you. I got Mickey to come say hi because I was always hitting on his girl. <laughs> All the time. Because Mickey and Minnie are the, are, are the main characters... Of Disney, so... Have you ever got to hang out with Mickey and Minnie? No. You see what I mean? Like, they would come and, like, I would start doing things and they would they would immediately gravitate to my kids. It was great. I love Mickey and Minnie because that's where it all started with, with a mouse. Isn't that the old saying? It all started with a mouse. So everything we're talking about started with Mickey. And then he fell in love with Minnie and the rest was history. So why isn't she the original princess or she the queen? Maybe she's, like, the queen of the whole thing. Yeah, because Mickey and Minnie are the main characters. So they should well, be the queen and the queen like and the co-director, kid. you know, like, oh, like Mickey's the founder and Minnie's like the co-founder, you know? There you go. Well, I mean, it's like one of the unwritten things of Disney that they are the king and the queen. The right? king and the queen of yeah. Disney. Yeah. They walk around like royalty. Well, if you want to get technical, Mickey wasn't the first. Because remember, there was one point where it was Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. That was the wow. first. Wow, look at Mickey, you. Mickey was, Mickey was the first one that came out in a cartoon is the reason why. Well, actually, Oswald had a cartoon. It just didn't last long. And then Oswald morphed into Mickey Mouse. But wasn't Steamboat Willie the first cartoon ever that came out or to be released or whatever? With synchronized sound. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yes. Which you bring up a good point because the whole point, like, whenever it shifted, that's that's when it, because with the whole synchronized sound and then the takeoff that Mickey got, that's what made him the the actual solidified factor of of what Disney is today. They have stolen the show, and we've only just begun. We've got more Disney princesses. We'll get to sports at some point. We gotta tend to the important stuff in the first hour. And we're getting to it. Disney princesses on Earth Day, take your child to work day and all that jazz. Got a lot of youth in the building. It feels young today. To be young, to be young. Slam Radio Series XM 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's not. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. So, you, know, you know you're getting old when you like a song, you used to jam to it, but you don't remember who sings it. Perfect. Perfect. I don't remember who sings the song. Do you know the name of the song? 
All right, perfect. So you know how I always tie music on to whatever we're is talking it, about. Is it show. the wet something that the no no? So they, they're know. like they're bugging me. They're like, you should have played Disney music. I'm like, this is better. So this is the Spin Doctors. Spin Doctors. Right. The name of the song. I don't remember. Two Princes. Oh, I didn't even know the name of the song. I remember the song. They played at clubs all the time. That's where I would hear it. Yes. We're talking about princesses, princesses and these princes. So there you but go. how many, pr do you have to be a certified prince? I don't dude? know. I'm going to look that up right now. That's actually I, a great question. What about question. us dudes, bro? I think it's just whoever's with the princess, but then who's with Moana? Maui? He's not a prince. He's a demigod. No, yeah. So when so? when I looked at the Hunger Games and thing. And he's not like her significant other. When I looked at the Hunger Games groupings, Moana and Merida didn't have any significant others, so they would be going in solo. So they would be in the disadvantage. And funny enough, they broke down that list, and they said that the best group pairings were going to be Pocahontas and John Smith because of their survival tactics, and Mulan and General Lee Shang, whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs> so, Frank, you know, Idana's upset at us, right? Why? Because how yeah, did we not know that she's obsessed with... with, with we like, we went to that. Nicole, but... No, we do know that, but we just kind of got caught up into the middle yeah. of the argument. There's a lot of people who want to talk about this, Idania. I knew it, too. I, but there's a lot of people who want to talk about it. They're excited about it. Like, Idania's the one that put me on Disney+. Plus, So, yes, she is certified. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is an interesting conversation. Of course, I get a text uh, from Anthony. He says, so that means Elizabeth Olsen isn't a princess? Who's Elizabeth? It has to be. Scarlet Witch has to be a princess. There, ha there has to be some way. Yeah. He's, he's oh, her not. dad's Magneto. She's not a princess. They're talking outside of Disney now. This is why they nerd up and they do this, Frank, all the time. Yeah, well, you, you cut me off guard. Inside of Disney. It is technically inside of Disney. It is Disney. They did, buy, they did buy the whole Marvel, and the X Men are in the Marvel, and it's about the superheroes. So, like, Magneto's her dad. Like, come on. There are no Marvel princesses. We know this. No, there isn't any. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm I'm saying like Magneto's her dad. She can't be a princess. She doesn't have any. Is Princess Leia princess? Oh. No. But there's a human princess involved. Don't there aren't there human checklists? Like why can't Princess Leia be a princess in Disney? And doesn't it have to be owned by Disney? Isn't it like they do own a Star Wars? Star Wars wasn't an original Disney movie. Yeah. But Star Wars isn't an original Disney movie. That's what she's saying. Wow, these are, these are just intricate conversations. It's better than talking about well, how I'm going to whoop sick. Then, What's that? Oh, you, you, wait, there's more. Yes, then we have to talk about Merida. Now, know, here okay, comes wait, I need to know zone. when Merida was released. Here comes the I, that's the latest one, isn't it? Isn't that when one like? No. No. <laughs> no. What do I know? I don't. Listen, if it's not Cinderella or Jasmine, we're done. Like, I'm not. Totally that word. Okay. Merida was she the 11th princess out of like 12. So you're Merida. She's the 11th. Moana's the most recent. Moana's the 12th princess. Yeah. Okay, so okay. guys, you laugh at me. The last dragon. Guys, you laugh at me, but to be honest, like I wasn't that off. I forgot that Moana came after. My bad. I'm sorry for not being princess ready. Go ahead, Mia. Okay, so then Disney bought Pixar in 2006. So they already owned Pixar when Brave came out. That's why she's a Disney princess. There you go. I, Idania, I didn't know you were so adept at this. I knew you loved Disney, but I didn't realize there were so many intricacies to this, right? So I got the official prince list. Go, oh, there is a prince list. Yeah, so I love it. The guys are getting accounted for here. Finally, bro. Prince Florian. Uh huh. Prince Charming. Yes. Prince Philip. Uh, prince Eric. Of course. Uh, prince Adam. Okay. Which he's the beast. The beast. Uh, Aladdin. John Smith. What's John Smith? Lee Shang. Prince Naveen, 
Uh, Eugene Fitzherbert. Eugene. That's Flynn Rider. Eugene. John Smith sounds like he's like in the CIA or something. Like I, you know, he's just generic. John Every, Smith sounds sounds like a six five basketball player who could just shoot threes in the corner. Yeah, he's a two, exactly. he's a two three. He's a tweener. Gets about twelve yeah. points a game. That's what John Smith sounds like. Exactly, a twelve point per game. That's exactly what he sounds like. I would hate to have the name John Smith. It would be my worst nightmare. I'd probably change it. Because every look, every time I would go fill out an application, but like, oh, fill it out, but like, it's already filled out. My name's already there. <laughs> you know how many times identity theft would be pulled on me? I'm not but what's the that. Spanish equivalent to John Smith? Frank Fernandez. <laughs> <laughs> times i've been stopped like at the airport or whatever and like they'll let groups of people go by and they're like hold on we're not done with you and i'm like bro i have a generic ass name you know how many frank fernandez there are there's a piano player there's a piano player there's a baseball player there's me like there's tons of frank fernandez leave me alone let me go by i'm clean <laughs> all right so we figured it out guys frank fernandez is john smith ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Therefore, Frank, you're a Disney prince. Yes! You're the first Hispanic Disney prince. Oh yes. Congratulations. And the first bald one. Thank you. Thank you. You, you should get a clap for that. I almost cursed at Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anthony had to point out you're the first bald one, too. That's why I almost cursed at Anthony. Uh, that's good. I, um, I didn't think there was such protocol to all of this. But I guess us sports fans, we don't realize that people become fanatical about their own things. Hold on, it's Disney. Why didn't you think there was gonna be protocols to this? It's Disney. They for they real. do they go above and beyond listen, for everything. Listen, they have a Hunger Games bracket with Disney couples. I'm sorry, I yeah, wasn't aware funny. of that. Okay, like I, that is beyond my depth. I can't I can't grasp that. Remember, Disney to me is it's a small world after all. That's the greatest thing I've seen in all of 2021. By the way, that list. I I wanted I wanted them to make a movie about that. Oh, they should actually. Do. They should make a movie of the Hunger, the Hunger Games Disney style. In partnership with Disney, the Hunger Games Disney. They're getting some crazy music, and then you have the Disney characters running around. That's epic. But I do want to say this before we go to break, Frank. Doesn't it tell you what a machine Disney is? Think for starters that Disney owns ABC. Arguably the largest network in this country. By the way, Disney's kind of big itself because not only do they own ABC, they own ESPN, the largest sports network. Anyway, yeah, have, have you seen what Disney owns? This ain't about a mouse anymore, guys. About a way of life. Think about the companies that all went out of business during COVID. Mm -hmm. And the only company that's thriving that would have made sense to buy their stock before COVID and stick with it during COVID it's Disney. Especially since they had Disney Plus carrying them. Because that's what carried Disney through it. They you had Disney Plus. Funny, everybody always... was at home. Everybody was just kind of watching TV. You were forced to watch everything on TV. So that's kind of what built them up. Kept them afloat, at least. It did. But if you think about it, my man, you got to understand that they, they were resourceful because they planned ahead. And we started this whole segment talking about thinking ahead, right? They're always planning ahead. Apple, always planning ahead. The big companies are always planning ahead. 24 companies, by the way, Disney has under their belt. <sighs> Runs itself. Because now they sign Lucasfilms and Marvel. I forgot and all about Lucasfilms and Marvel. I didn't even add that don't they in have, there. Don't they have National Geographic, too? 
I believe they are part yeah, of Disney. Bro, I'm going to run through this list real quick. Lucasfilm. 20th Century Fox as well. So Lucasfilm, Pixar, 20th Century Studios, <laughs> Marvel, Touchstone Pictures, Walt Disney Animation Studios, ABC, Walt Disney Pictures, Marvel Studios, 21st Century Fox, Disney Nature, A&E Networks, ESPN, Hulu, 20th Century Fox Animation, Touchstone Television, Disney Games and Interactive Experiences, Disney Theatrical Group, Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures, Hollywood Records, Maker Studios, History Channel, Blue Sky Studios. So now I know where my money goes when I pay for my Xfinity bill every month. It goes straight to Disney. Are you kidding me? That's everything. Stock market opens at 9.30. I'm about to jump on some Disney stock. That's nuts. It goes straight in, into the mouse's pocket. Isn't that great? Well, it all started with a mouse indeed. And that's how this conversation started in this segment, in this hour, which became... Uh, just. Well, it started with his dog, pretty much. So yeah. it's funny how we've gone full circle. Started with Pluto the Planet, and then it went to Disney, and then it went to Disney Princesses. Did you enjoy yourself on the air? Yes. I thought this was an epic conversation, indeed. Is is and we got we got the queen to talk a little bit, right? She's chimed in. Killer Cat is quiet. It's like she's gonna pounce on her prey. She is maximum a effort. <laughs> You, too, are a Disney freak. I've kept you quiet, but you're a Disney freak as well, aren't you? Marvel freak. Ah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Ooh, I'm... Ooh, we could talk about Marvel with me if you want. Maximum effort. Max. Oh. She is Deadpool, right? Yeah. We call her Deadpool. That's her... That's her new nickname. She likes that nickname. She named herself. I thought it was quite, quite epic. This Maximum effort. I watched that movie for the first time like two weeks ago. So now you can... You can you can see the killer cat is that indeed. What an unbelievable segment or series of segments talking about Disney. We appreciate everybody jumping in on this when we come back from break. We might touch on some sports. You never know. But so much to get to on a turds day. You like that, huh? Everybody at the same time. It is turds. You have to wait. You have to give it that. You have to pause, all right? We established it. All right, so here we go. Here we go. So you have to be the conductor. So put your finger up when we say turds, and then when you put it down, we all say day. Okay, so here we go. The conductor goes. It's turds day. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. They don't know nothing about this. They don't know anything about this. You gotta admit, it's a little hype, right? A little bit. Um, huh. yeah, it's hype. Man, it's been a minute since I've heard this song. Oh, uh, you can always expect the unexpected on Good Morning Amigo. When you're talking Disney princesses, that's the unexpected. By the way, Bianca chiming in. Ariel's daughter is always forgotten in this. Melody. Well, remember, we hit it in the criteria when we were talking about them. So in order to be considered an official Disney princess, you have to be debuted in the original movie. Yeah, so since Melody wasn't in the original and she was in the sequel, she's not considered part of the Disney princess. So let's make sure all mics are on because we're definitely talking this and so much more. we got a lot of things to talk about. got Eileen back in the house. You know what happens, when I, how happy I get when Eileen's back in the house. Yeah, buddy. Sup, Eileen? Hey. How are you? It's good to see you. I'm good. She's fam, bro. You know that. You know who else is fam, right? King. Angelio in the house. What's up? What's up, man? I love when my seniors come on and they're relaxing, chilling. And, but we're talking 
great topics today. We're joined by Mia, which Mia Mia really kicked it off today. We still we tried to talk about Pluto not being a planet, and she was explaining it. And before you know it, we we're talking Disney princesses, and we went off the deep end with it. It was just fantastic. Um, did you get the story I sent Mia? Did mom send it to you? She didn't. All right, I'll make sure she sent it. She said you didn't send it. Okay. Well, I I could have sworn I did, but I will. Uh, Frank, there's so many things to talk about. Um, but the one that stands out to me, did you hear the story about the 96-year-old grandfather? No. You haven't heard the story about the 96-year-old grandfather? No, sir. You have not. Hmm. What do you do? Well, his granddaughter went to Twitter because he, and I think this is adorable, this 96-year-old grandfather, had his own book published. And he wrote a book of poems of, from his life that he wrote. Um, and it was published and made available on Amazon. The cover of this poetry book was painted by this 96-year-old grandfather. So the granddaughter proudly displayed this on Twitter. Frank, you know that the internet is undefeated, bro. Yeah. We've uh, seen it a couple times this morning already. And that's a great business venture, by the way, what you're discussing. His book is number one on Amazon's list of poetry books. Now that's badass. Everyone went crazy when they saw this on Twitter. And for about $7, which both my daughter and I have ordered the book as well, to support this 96-year-old man that decided to chase something that he wanted to do. He chased a dream. 96 years old. That's pretty old. And he writes this book, and it's number one, bro. All in the power of Twitter, Frank. All within social media and its expansive, expansive nature and its... It's reach, which no one can ever quantify. They try to do it. They try to sell advertising to it. You just don't understand the reach of social media. And this young lady puts this out there. She's like, you know, my 96-year-old grandpa has just had his own book published with all his poems from his life. It's available on Amazon if anyone is interested. A review would make him so happy. Please understand what I just said. She didn't ask anyone to buy the book, Frank. She just asked for a review. She just asked for a review. She writes a day later, or a couple days later, I cannot believe the response to this. His book is now number one in poetry. Thank you, everyone, for being so kind. $6.99 the book costs. It's number one in the bestseller. I, I, I'm sorry. I love stories like this. I'm a dork. Yeah, but it's a great business venture. I mean, what she did was phenomenal because she just asked for the review, so he puts it in the algorithms of, of, the, top, of the top books, um, which is phenomenal. But, um, bro, the Internet, like how you said, it's undefeated, and it's opened up so many avenues for so many people. Remember back in the day how hard it was to be able to get a book published? It was impossible. Impossible. So now you just have to make sure you have your book taken care of. You can post it onto Amazon, and then it goes into rotation for books to be sold, and then you can make money for it. Hmm. 
the, the internet has simplified everything in this entire. But how world. much money is he making on a seven dollar book? I guess I, 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 if you want me to get business with you, I'll get business with you for a minute. I, this is a feel good story, but I don't know if that guy's getting rich. Off if that. it's a top seller, what is this, what do his sales look like? And I'm sure he's getting a commission out of every book. I'll start by doing the research, buddy. Because I know you're looking for new little business ventures left and right. I'll go ahead and do the You know that I have not one but two books I want to write. And all of a sudden, I see his 96-year-old grandpa do it. I'm like, well, my book about the Orange Bowl has got to be, I got to do that. You should do that. There's so many different ways to make money, especially and, with the Angel's laughing. He doesn't even know the half of it. Like, I have a serious book idea that I've had for many years. Who has time to write a book? Writers. 96-year-old grandpas do. I don't believe he was in it for the money. I think he just did it as a hobby. Who the hell would have imagined that he'd write a book? Like, his achievement must have been, Ma, I got to publish on Amazon. I feel like he just wanted to put, like, his thoughts on life out there. They were about Like his a hobby. And how cute was it that he drew, he painted the painting that is the cover of his book? That's adorable. I'm sorry. I, old people are cute, bro. They're just adorable. I'm reading that the royalty percentage for Amazon books is 70%. Oh, okay. Well, that's a horse of a different color. Yeah. But 70% of the overall profit. Mm -hmm. So they, the, the book costs seven bucks. It costs four bucks to, to create, bind. And, and so the profit's $3, and then they get 70% of the $3. So there's two options. You can go with a 35% royalty option cost, and you can try to sell your book for, uh, I think it's uh, cheaper. Or you can go to 70% to try to make more money off the actual book, and then they give you a 70%. But you have to qualify for the 70%. So 35 is the normal one. Is it but my question? Is it profit or overall take? It's got to be profit, man. Off your lift price, <laughs> dude. So this goes from this goes from oh how cute to oh how rich. And if Grandpa screwed up life all along, he made up for lost time by writing this number one bestseller. Wow, you want Frank? Are you kidding me? Seriously. Okay, so it depends on what country you sell the book to, because cer certain 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 uh, certain countries only qualify for the thirty-five percent royalty tax, and then certain countries actually qualify for the seventy. So it depends what country you buy it in; it gets you in that percentage. So, you want to talk about putting firecrackers and steroids on what they call a story that's feel good? This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yes. Feel good. They feel so good, Frank, that they think it's okay to just call me Larry. Uh, Slam Radio. Lawrence. You got him comfortable, though. But they're a little too comfortable. Like, Mia can call me Larry. Hi, Mia. Hi. I'm going to say hi. She's allowed to call me Larry. What makes you guys think you can call me? Like, I, what happened to the days where I was Mr.? Remember Mr. Frank? You used to complain about it. I think Eileen used to call me Mr. I think they heard you complain about it so much that they're like, all right, let's not call him Mr. Let's call him Larry. Eileen was the queen of Mr. to me. Hey, Mr. You don't call me Mr. anymore. No, I call you Larry. Is he? <laughs> yeah, but I sort of got my wish. You know that I fought admin on that. Well, I got here. I said, well, why can't they just call me Larry? No, 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 no. That's Mr. Miliang. After here a few weeks, I said, well, Mr. Miliang just is Mr. And... I work too hard for my name. Can they call me Amigo? They're not going to respect you. You have to That's show dominance. Uh -huh. So e eventually I was able to morph that Amigo was okay, but that I would see that I would prefer Mr. Milian. Well, 
I won't lie to you. I love my last name, so I love the way it sounds. So if no one ever called me Larry again, they just call me Milian, I love it. Um, but they're comfortable with the simpler surname. Also, it, Frank, yes or no? You, you get, the, you get to, to, to enjoy this. Nobody ever called you Mr. Fernandez. From no, day one, no. they called you Frank. I think that lasted 10 minutes. Doesn't that day. break down some barriers? And while some teachers are afraid of those barriers being broken down because then it gets too... You know, it becomes too friendly. Well, my wife told me the same thing. I remember being I remember at that. the wharf with my good friend Stephen, and uh, which he's called before, uh, Stephen Posada, and my wife, and they were tag teaming me, saying, "You can't go with Frank. You have to go with Mr. Fernandez. Don't break down that barrier. Don't let it go. Impossible. Uh, they're not going to respect you." And I'm yeah, like, "Guys, but it's, I, I go look." I, to be honest with you, and I took the same approach with you. I told you, I go, I want them to call me whatever it comes out naturally. So if the Fernandez comes out, let it be. If the Frank comes out, let it be. And if Hey You comes out, it is what it is, let it be. But I just wanted it to be comfortable and organic. And it was it's, it's become organic. I was told my first school year to not smile till Christmas. Why? That's so that you guys wouldn't see me happy, therefore you would fear me. That sounds boring. That's odd. That lasted two weeks, Frank. I drew sergeant for two weeks, realized it wasn't going to work. I'm surprised it lasted that long. And then, I, I mean, when I get tough, I get tough. But other than that, I just became very friendly with them. And then they started, they immediately started buying in. But first two weeks, I was a drill sergeant. Don't smile at them, they told me. Yeah, of course, Taco Flaco said, I remember that. I remember that, Milian. I remember that guy. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's. We loosen up around here a little bit. So loose that we talk Disney princesses. We talk about so many random things. But Angel's here with us today because, Frank, I don't know if you're aware of this. The things that we think we know, we actually don't know. Mm -hmm. They're lying to us. Mia, were you aware that a raspberry is not really a berry? No. Uh, Angel, can you go over some of the things we went over yesterday? Like, you told me an avocado is a berry. Hold but on, a raspberry, raspberry hold on a minute. Milian. Melian, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. You're going to get me upset again? Don't start. You've already I'll go back to math. About, you've I'll already to told math. me about one thing that I've been lied to my entire life about. Okay. You're going to tell me that a raspberry is not a berry? It's literally called a raspberry. Thank you, yeah, Mia. Exactly. Okay, but then that's the thing, though, because for some reason, in terms of, like, uh, what is it, taxonomy, they consider true berries, and then there's the term berry, which is just very generalized. So... You can call a raspberry a berry in a generalized term, but you can't call it a true berry. Coincidentally, you could call a banana a true berry. I don't know why. That's just how they set it up. Okay, let's talk about the true betrayal, how tomatoes are fruit. Yeah, that hurts me. But uh, and I, I don't usually put fruits in my, in, in, in my salads unless it's like, you know, little apple slices that bring in a little tanginess. To, how... How is tomato a fruit? How is raspberry not a berry, but avocado is? I've been lied. You talk about being lied to. This is worse than a mathematical equation. I'm hurt. Evelyn taught me last year that um, that the way that you choose between what's a vegetable, what's a fruit, is that fruits have seeds. So if it has a seed, it's a fruit. So I thought there was a lot of things. I thought it was if it was sweet, it's a fruit. But yeah. there's apparently vegetables that are also sweet. I'm not a big vegetable guy. I'm more of a fruit guy. So doesn't What's that a pumpkin? Pumpkin? Should be a fruit. You know what? Let me check that. Yeah. And like a cucumber. Exactly. See, too. Mia, that's what I thought. I thought, I saw, I'm sorry, Aileen. I thought a pumpkin was also a vegetable, but since it has seeds, it's a fruit. So pumpkins are considered berries. So are watermelons. También. Oh, my goodness. 
Watermelon is a berry, and what else is a berry? Pumpkins. The no, dude, pumpkins. No, 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 no. Pumpkin. How is a pump? Is a pump? If no. I can't, if I can't just fit it in my mouth in one bite, it's not a berry. That's facts. Exactly. Facts. Like that's common sense you know right what? there. You gotta whistle. I mean, facts. kiwis are considered berries too. I'm sorry. Kiwis are considered berries too. But okay, so that's more of a berry than an avocado and a pumpkin, bro. A watermelon. Yeah. And a watermelon. Not fitting a watermelon in my mouth like a yeah, I'm gonna pop some watermelons. No! You're killing me with this. Why do you tell me this stuff? Then you get me angry with it. Are blueberries berries? They better be. Yeah, for real. I'm I'm leaving. Yeah. They better be. I'm leaving right now if that's not a berry. Well, I'm blueberries are not considered actual berries. <laughs> no. <laughs> now you know how I felt about the math problem. Milian, get your ass back there. Now you know how I felt about the math problem. If you want, if you want another one, eggplants are considered fruit and they're considered berries. Wait. So hold on, eggplant. Which, by the way, are not made from eggs. I know, but they're eggplant, berry, and they're fruit. And they're fruits. I don't know anything anymore. Why do we go to school, Frank? I don't know, man. It's, it's that's not the best thing to say on a yeah, show that's in school. <laughs> can I can I erase that statement? Can we can we whip that one back? I think I'm gonna make that a promo. Oh no. What about cucumbers? What You're about not allowed to make that a promo, Frank. I promise I won't. That's funny though. <laughs> cucumbers are also considered berries. For some Wait a minute, no, bro. Cucumbers are green. They're vegetables. Look, on, it dude. says that's a veggie, bro. Cucumber, a cucumber is a veggie. Dude. The other thing, I thought berries were supposed to be round. And small. They're small. Well, strawberries are like triangular and stuff. But, but that's the thing, though. They don't, they're not considered berries because of size. Like, they're considered berries because, one, they're fleshy little things. But, I say little but what in the world is a watermelon? There has to be some I sort don't of a know. definition. I didn't choose the taxonomy. What about a cherry? If, if man, now I'm going to throw my computer if that's not a berry. have to be fruit. I think they are considered berries. I think cherries. Can we confirm this? They're definitely fruit because they have a seed. Bro, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be very mad, Angel, because when you look up the definition of a berry, Mia, are you ready for this one? A berry is a small, no, it doesn't. pulpy, and often edible fruit. Well, small. It's small. Small. Is it small? And pumpkin is not like... What do you want me? It's to not do? that it's not <laughs> edible. It's just that it's like nobody eats pumpkin by itself. Well, no. You carve pumpkins for Halloween. Exactly. Yeah. You don't eat them by themselves. You maybe eat a pumpkin pie, maybe. Yeah, but not maybe. pumpkin by itself, like how you. But who goes and slices pumpkin like a watermelon and just chomps on it? Nobody. No. I don't know. Mia's dead on with like I'm gonna put Mia to drive this show. Like I don't even have to drive this show. Like. Who in the, like, no, pumpkin is not a, no, I'm not If doing someone that. eats a pumpkin just straight from the pumpkin, they're, like, not human. You're I don't right. know what's wrong with them. They're not okay. Well, I'll give you something else. Cherries are not considered berries. Oh. Oh, come on, great. bro. Come on, man. So they're fruit. Come on. At least they're fruit, Frank, right? Okay. Frank, did you know, did you know that I'm a horse? I'm actually not a human. <laughs> I'm a horse. <laughs> I've seen what? you run. You're not very fast. I'm a horse. <laughs> Go ahead and put the whistle, and now it's official. We racing for money, bro. You ain't got a prayer against me in a race. Okay. <laughs>
Actually, let me recant that. I just remember a story I heard from your family. You are the fastest guy anywhere. Never mind. I'm not racing you. I got long ass legs. I, I lost the race by virtue of intelligence. Remember, four of your little steps is one giant. No, no, no. You, you won the race because I'm smart, and I figured out that I can't beat you no matter how hard I try. Let me stick to beating Sigler in basketball. I digress. <laughs> yeah, that's also a whistle-worthy comment, I think. Um, I'm lost. So cherries are not berries. No. According to this, uh, in addition to be a berry, a fruit must have two or more seeds. Thus, a cherry which has just one seed doesn't make the berry cut. What doesn't make the berry cut. <laughs> the berry cut. <laughs> <laughs> so every, but then everything that has two or more seeds is just considered a berry? According to what I'm reading, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I was reading right now, too. Okay, so multiple seeds. That means watermelon is a berry. Because yeah. it has, it's all full and of seeds. I can't stand any watermelons for that reason. All <laughs> seeds. Apples are considered berries too. Oh, oh my gosh. But avocado has one seed, so it can't be a berry. But for some reason, it was. No, it's got no. one big ass seed. No, that's. You do. It has one big ass. Uh, one big ass seed. Avocado better not be a berry. Read it yourself. But that's my. But then, then, then they're lying. Or read it. Look, I don't know if it's true or not. What about grapes? Grapes. grapes have one grapes. seed. No, no. No, grapes there's Oh, there's some seeds. grapes that have multiple, and you're right. Seedless. And there's other there's seedless. There's also seedless. Oh, is that right? a berry? I eat the seedless ones. I, I can see I like the cotton candy I'd grapes. I imagine it's a berry if it has multiple seeds. If I'm following just that rule, then sure. Oh, my goodness. What has what life come to? So, what's a banana? There's no seed in that. Yes, there is. Uh, technically, there ones. is. When you cut it, there's little Oh, the little, the little ones inside. Those are seeds. Like blueberries. Apparently, they have seeds, I guess, right? Because they're berries. She's right. The blueberries have the same little seeds. Oh, this is fantastic. We're, we're conquering the world here. Are there any teachers at SLAM that would know this because they're science teachers? Uh, we should go ask them. Julio Garcia, perhaps. Is there anyone else who would be adept at the whole seed thing? This we is a topic ask. of conversation. I'm, I'm very, very upset. Banana is a berry, then. We should make, like, a survey. Banana's a berry. We should make, like, a survey. But if you ask anybody, would you think banana's a berry? No. I think it's a fruit. Bro, it was already confusing knowing what's a fruit or a vegetable. Exactly. Now, now you're trying to twist because my brain and trying to figure out what's a berry or not. Because they decided that a tomato is not a fruit. And is pumpkin a fruit because it's a berry? Is it a, a vegetable that's a berry? I don't know. It seems like this week's topic has been things that used to be one way that aren't really that way. There's some yeah, other way. pretty much. And it's I'm hurting. Pluto, Disney princesses, and now berries. Yeah, really? And you forgot the math equation. The math equation, we're going nuts. Oh, yeah. A hundred years ago, the answer was one. Today, it's nine. And Frank is upset about that. Frank's still not speaking to me. I kind of feel like I've been dis <laughs> disconnected from the Matrix, kind of. We're living in another world. In a different world. I feel like I took the red pill. Oh, gosh. They don't know what the red pill. You do. What movie was that from again? Wasn't from The Matrix. Matrix, right? Red pill, blue pill. Mm -hmm. Blue, blue pill, yeah. That's right. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That movie was good. I am, um, I'm floored. I'm floored. If you want something else, olives are, are you fruit. I'm sorry. What the hell is an olive? <laughs> a fruit. No, no. Olives, I put it in my picadillos. I don't put fruits in my picadillos. I put some papita. But they're, I put papitas but they're not a berry because they at least, they only have one seed, right? Well, we have Well, look at avocados. Exactly. Well, Who knows I, anything anymore, me? Avocados are, I mean, give me a break. I'm not sure. If Who knows anything? Like, I don't even know. Just, are these like pandemic berry rules? I, I, like, what about a pickle? Ooh. Well, pickles are cucumbers that are from vinegar, right? And vinegar, right, yeah. Vinegar. So it's a cucumber. So, so it's, it's a fruit. Same thing. So, it's a, so it's a fruit. 
Wow. So pickle is a fruit. And a berry. And it's a berry. I wasn't I'm aware done. that I put fruits on my Subway sandwich. I'm done. I'm done. I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand this. Yeah. No. <sighs> Who made science? That is, I don't understand. Which gets us back to the fact that, that Pluto's a dwarf planet? Just because it's smaller than the other planets, I'm and it has a weird orbit. That's it. Hey, man, Jose Altuve short. He's still a great Major League Baseball player. <clears throat> Maybe that's not the best example in the world. I need to, uh, I need to add a, a cricket sound in here. Bro. Yeah, bros like are, are kind of our cricket. But we do. I like crickets. Bueller. That's another one of our cricket-type sounds. I, you have floored me today, Angel, with the berry conversation. Well, there's another one, too. If you want. No, oh I don't know if I'm God. prepared for this. Me and I have to get prepared for this. We're not sure. Pineapples, although they're considered fruit, it's also considered a collective group of berries. They just merge together. A conglomeration of berries is a pineapple. Can you explain that to me? So, like, each little section of it is a berry, and they're all, like, put together? or Supposedly, yeah. Oh, that's great. Is that why... I've been seeing videos of people slicing pineapples and you have and they, like and take, they take out, out individuals. Yeah. So you're taking out that. a berry. I've seen that. Holy crap. Well, that one explains Dude, itself. I don't know. Dude, and this is your fault because this all started with learning how to put the garbage liner in the garbage can that we were doing it backwards. And ever since then, we've realized that the world is upside down. Upside down and inside out. About we've we've just realized that we don't understand wor the world whatsoever. Mia, I, like, I'm sure at home when it's time to take out the garbage... I would imagine either you're enlisted to do it or someone else does it in your house. Mm -hmm. And when you come to put the new garbage in, you take out the roll and you go, fa, fa, yeah. and you put it in. We've been doing it wrong. That is not the way. And in fact, if you do it like that, chances are you're putting the garbage bag backwards. What? All you have to do is put it around the top rim and push it down. They're actually, the roll is built for you to do it that way. And when we do it the other way, we are actually turning the bag inside out. Why don't they come with Oh, Eddie's mind just blew right now. We caught him. I caught him in a mind-blowing situation. He didn't know that, did he? He didn't know. So I explained the beginning part. You just said the other one. All of a sudden he goes, oh! Done. Gus gave, me, Gus gave me the same reaction. Gus comes over a few weeks ago, and I show him. My best friend Gus, I show him, and, and he was floored. He was like, dude, my life has changed. Like, people get astonished with this. You know how many years have been going? Nobody told us. Do they come with instructions? That's like not fair. Is there, you know what? We they just want to watch should us make a joke do on it this wrong. On TikTok. We should go buy like different brands of garbage cans, of garbage bags, and explain that they don't have instructions for this. That other things have the simplest instructions in the world, but something like this is mind blowing. Nobody knows this, and they yet there's no instructions. They just want us to do it wrong, so that like years later we can be like, how did I not know this? It's, it's a mind... Listen, listen, listen. The other day, remember I told Art. you that it's a coincidence or it may be a coincidence or not that my garbage bags have not broken since I've done it this way? The other night, I, I was like, bro, this is perfect because the other night, the lid of the garbage was not closing. My wife's like, are you going to finally take out the garbage? I'm like, fine, I'll take it out. I go, be prepared because it's going to break. That's how heavy and that's how loaded the bag was. I pulled both strings out, which you know that as soon as you pull it by the strings, it's going to rip. Brother... Perfect bag, no holes, no That's the other scratch thing I marks, no I don't get the holes nothing. because we were doing it wrong. We were doing it wrong. And it does. It, we were messing with the integrity of the strength of the bag. My bag, you, the same thing happens. So I see it getting on top. I'm like, oh, this is getting big. It's getting full. And when you pull the drawstrings and it all settles in and away. And I have to walk a country mile to throw out my garbage in my complex. Mm -hmm. And 
I, I tie it and I walk with it and that made me sure as hell, like right, right there. But I feel like I fit more garbage in the can. Mm-hmm. Mind blowing. We, we learn these things as, as we go along. Thanks. I appreciate my My life will never be the, I can't unsee this stuff, Angel. I can leave you for questions just so you can think about it. Oh no. Right. Uh-huh. Thank God Mia's here the rest of the day. She can help me work through this. Go ahead. Yeah. Stadium full of midgets. They try to do. No, you can't say that word. Can't say that word. No. Turn off his mic. You can't say that word. They're little people, and there's no jokes a lot about them. No. They're dwarf for little people. You can't. You can't call them that. You can't. It's a ripple. Now stop. <laughs> <laughs> Smart ass. I knew it was too good to be true. <laughs> we almost made it, Larry. Well, when he had one more, I got worried. And then he went and said this mid word that he's not supposed to say. You can't say that word. What are we not allowed no, to No, not allowed to. It's like saying the Washington football team, only their old name. You can't say words like that. No more. Anymore. No more. Don't even think about listen, it. Listen, 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 listen. If when you go to a website and now they ask you, are you a male or are you a female? And then they're being politically correct by putting, I prefer not to answer. You can't say that word. You can't say that word anymore. Like, everything's changed. It pains me, but I had a close friend for years, and he never minded being called that. And I was like, dude, I mean, I guess I'm supposed to be offended, but that's what I've known myself to be my whole life. I mean, come on, I'm 4-4. Like, what do you think? It's like, tricky, though, because, like, they don't even like using the word dwarf. Like, they don't like that word. They he rather told you me call he them, doesn't like dwarf. They, they rather he you call them the M-word. Word. They rather you M-word yes. them than D-word them. You are 100% accurate. He told me I can't stand the dwarf word. Because it sounds too like, oh, we're trying to cater too much to you. Stand Bro, why are you, why are you lying? Just say what I am. And he used to be part of, a, of a, like, an association, a group from the Little People Association where they would go to these conventions and they, you know, they congregated and they, yeah, that's perfectly fine. So since the 80s, he's known to call them little people, but like he'll be the first one to tell you, don't call me a dwarf. I don't, I don't like that. So I'm not trying to be funny here, I, I, I promise you. Oh, no. In Spanish, though, like what's the politically correct word for it? It's not the E word, is it? <laughs> well, I don't know if that's the word, but I would, I would to keep it PC, I mean, I would just, I would, just use my aunt's name, Elena. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio. We're back here. Good morning, amigo. I'll figure it out. Bring that down a little. Music down a little bit. There we go. Really, really loud. There we go. Slam Radio, SiriusXM. We were jamming. We all work on your fade there, McKay. How you doing, girl? Good. <laughs> you scared her. You intimidated her. You yelled at her. No. I didn't yell at her. She, McKay ain't scared of me. McKay ain't scared of me. They ain't been scared of me since seventh grade. So, Frank, I'm trying to get the headset working for me. Yeah, I plugged it into 12 little vestibules, and it didn't work. So, at some point, maybe McKay can plug this in, or you can. We have Brian Mejia. Am I allowed to go like a PhD on it? Don't you have one of those little things on the end that I never give you credit for when you come on the air? Uh, MA. 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 But we're working on the other one. Yeah, yeah. But we're, we're working on the other one. On the, on the PhD. This man understands the science and the psychology of sports, Mia. So believe it or not, you see LeBron James and he dunks the ball and he takes outside shots and everything looks like it's physical, but there's a mental aspect to sports 
that's beyond the understanding of most people who don't play sports. LeBron doesn't have that mental aspect. That's why you get for walking off the court with four seconds left into a game and then not shaking anybody's hand in an NBA Finals. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you continue, though. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Frank Fernandez. Uh, yeah, you can tell he doesn't like LeBron much. Uh, maybe, uh, dude, first things first. Like, of course, LeBron explains deleting a tweet on police shooting of Ohio girl. Um, sometimes we do things that are reactionary for social media. Yeah. My question right away, I haven't had a chance to talk to you in recent times, is the psychology of social media affecting people in sports, especially their performance. I believe we are Americans. We are all entitled to have our opinions. We are all entitled to express those opinions as we see fit. That's why I run this radio station, because it's beautiful to be American and have a First Amendment right absolutely, to speak. Absolutely. So no one should ever say, stick to playing sports. Do what you're supposed to do. No, you do what you're supposed to do by being American and speaking out if you feel like speaking out. If I can speak out, so can they. You know, what's funny was I was I was thinking the same question right now. <laughs> you know, and, and Frank knows because I have very, I've been candid about how I don't like them saying certain things because I just want to focus on the sports. Because sports. for me, the fan... It's my escape from all the realities that we really shouldn't be ignoring. And if an Ohio girl gets shot and LeBron wants to talk about it, whether we agree or disagree, we agree that he's allowed to talk about it. I don't understand why we get confused with that. But for the athlete, what is the psychology behind living in a world, a pandemic world, the situations that have been going on? And if you were consulting a, a an athlete, a top national athlete. Would you tell them to stay off of social media? Would you tell them, go for it, kid? I'd tell them to delete the whole thing. See, this is At interesting. Least <laughs> At least season, for the season. At least for the season, go and, and remove the app from your phone. Like, Do you remember, this is where LeBron loses a lot of... So, so I'm me. glad you remember, said it. Remember LeBron used to take the, the playoffs and shut off his social media? I was about to bring that up right now. So it's funny because I agree, I agree with him 100%. I think no, our, no athlete, you can hear me? Yeah, okay. I, don't I don't think any athlete should be on social media during their season of play. Dur stay professional, do your thing, and then during the offseason, you guys can go fishing, you guys can play golf, you can be on social media, do whatever you want. But see, it's funny, though, because LeBron, during the playoffs, when it was time for business, he would shut it off. So that means he doesn't take the regular season that serious. Ah, that's true as well. Is there a player, though, that, that doesn't have um, the social media? Like, at all? It doesn't engage so at all? So, I think they're told, right, if you're not going to do it, have someone run it for you. But there are a handful of athletes that do not have a social media because we've tried to tag certain athletes and stuff. There was one in um, particular. Who's the pitcher, the one that you love, the one that talked trash to the Astros? Oh, that guy. He uh, doesn't have one. Joe Kelly. I don't believe he has one. Remember, we went looking, looking for one. For he has fan accounts. So, his fans have gone out making accounts for him, but he doesn't have any social media accounts. He doesn't have one so you would you would advise them to get off of it. So absolutely, man. I feel like it's such a uh, a distraction to you, um, especially like you're at a level where like that's your livelihood. That's how you feed your family, and the moment you stop performing at that level, because that's just it's a business where you're at. The, the the moment you stop performing at that level is the moment you're you're out of there, and I think anything that's gonna jeopardize that, you got to put it to the side. Um, and if you think about it, like, some of these athletes, they, they'll get, the professional athletes, they'll get caught up in scandals that they could easily avoid, you know, if, if um, sometimes it's this wrong place, wrong time type of uh, scandals, um, which were easily avoidable. But I think at that level, you, you have to take all these precautions to really guard your, your livelihood. And LeBron I maybe is, is, is at that level, though, in his career, that... 
When he's insulated, like whatever he does, it's like, going to be okay, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter what he does, I think. Mia, you... I believe that an athlete should be, when they're in season, they should behave in the same manner as a young middle school student. In other words, the rules that a parent would apply to a middle school student, to me, during a sporting season, a professional season, where you're making 8, 10, 12, 15, 20, 40 million dollars a year, should be adhered to. Are there exceptions? You have Tom Brady that can be silly because he's Tom Brady. Of course, you have all the times. But I think if you're the guy on the come up, right? If you're trying to win a starting position on your basketball team or you're the backup catcher on your on the Pittsburgh Pirates, like I think your motivation and your drive has to be a little bit different. And my deferment would be follow the rules you did when you were in sixth grade. So I brought a sixth grader. You are a sixth grader, right? Boom. Brought a sixth grader in for the uh, for the exercise. <laughs> so I imagine you probably do not have social media, correct? No. So you know that Mr. Bredo's kids don't have social media. In fact, a lot of parents who are teachers. This is a phenomenal conversation, by the way, because I have an issue with a niece that's 11 years old and social media. Well, we're going to have a great conversation about this because a lot of teachers who have children that are of that age right. make sure that they do not have social media. Now, I was different. I worked in the media world, so I always had to have it, but I was always behind schedule. I Frank is a witness of this. I've had a public... Instagram account for less than three years. Before, I had my own private one, and I never posted only to family and friends those pictures. I had to morph. Someone had to say, yo, I need to talk to you. Like, who knew about this? He says, brother, you're killing yourself. What are you doing? Like, you, you've got to have a like, public I account. Really and I'm behind the eight ball because I don't, like, I don't think I have enough followers. I don't do, I don't do the social media game. Moding. Like the young adults do because it's a promotion. It's a yeah. promotion tool, and I don't use it the right way. Are you on TikTok? I'm starting to learn TikTok. Apparently, have, TikTok has I a phrase. I have TikTok, but it's private, so it's just for fun. Right. My godson has it the same way, and, and I've heard that that, for the fun dances, to keep them young, they do it, but it's a very controlled environment with you know family and friends that can watch it. Uh, Michaela, you're 16, correct? Yeah. Do you have social media? I don't think I've ever seen your social media. You yeah. do have one. Okay. That might be on purpose. Um, yeah, some of them don't let us see. That's fine. I don't want to see it, but just, you know, you happen to see it. Uh, when did you get your social media accounts? When did that start? Seventh grade. So you see, right, that sixth grade cusp. I remember. Seventh grade? Seventh grade is where they come marveled with the phone and the accounts, and then you've got to take the phones away in class. I, don't, I know you don't teach seventh grade, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's where it was. I used to teach her in seventh grade. Oh, okay. And I used to have a, yeah, I used to have a phone hotel. I used to call it the, uh. Phone yard by Marriott, and it was like a bunch of slots that had to come in and put their phones there. They weren't allowed to use their phones in class. Go figure. The 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 first account that I had was MySpace, and that was when I was in I think I was in ninth grade, and that was the first time social media was like something like that came up, and it was MySpace. Mahir, if you don't like, mind me asking, how old are you? <laughs> I can lie am, if you want. Give I am turning twenty eight. This year. Okay. So I'm just trying to get like some sort of a barrier around it because the first social media I had was MySpace also. Mm -hmm. But I also had MySpace like as I graduated high school. So I didn't get to dabble into, into social media until after graduation. And then the Facebook thing came out. And then back then, I don't know if you remember this, but Facebook used to only be for college students. Um, you needed an EDU email address in order to be able to join it until it became public and then everyone started joining it. Um, 
But I think like social media is like an equivalent to us having a beeper, but like on steroids, kind of. <laughs> like I don't even know if you got to play with a beeper game. That's why I also asked how old you were. But like Milian, remember, like we got beepers. Like I think I was in eighth grade. The beeper was more for my parents to be able to contact me and me able to just let them know where it was. But we went the sideways and we were able to, hey, page me. Here's my number. Here's your code. Here's this. Here's that. And we were able to play with it. That's kind of how they're playing with their TikToks. It can be for fun, but then. Like I had mentioned that I have an issue with my niece. Her mom doesn't watch her 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 TikTok. So I'll just randomly go through TikTok, just scrolling through on the For You play, uh, page, and then I get a video of my 11-year-old niece dancing to WAP, which is oh, no. an explicit version of the song, not a clean version of the song, doing every sort of motion that, she can, that you can possibly think of seeing when you want to watch TikTok for your own pleasure, which I'm trying to... Ex- Trying to paint the picture without painting the picture, if you know oh. what I mean. So <laughs> Say less. <laughs> an interesting discussion happened in my house. It started with me kind of telling her how to parent, but I wasn't. I was just letting her know, hey, are you aware of what your daughter's posting? She goes, yeah, I'm very aware. I let her play on TikTok. Okay, but are you aware with what she's posting? Mm-hmm. So she kind of tried to stiff arm me a little bit, like, hey, I'm the parent here. Okay, no problem. So I just very simply jumped on and started sharing and sending her these these videos. videos. I think she tried to blow me off on the first one. She clicked the second one, noticed what happened. My phone started ringing. I'm like, uh, where is this going to go? So as soon as I pick up, she goes, I'm sorry. And I go, excuse me? She goes, yeah, I should have listened to you. I went through her account. I saw the videos. She's not allowed to play TikTok anymore. Sure. I felt kind of bad. I felt like a rat. And I'm not a snitch. Oh, man, that's but at the same time, like I'm 38, Dude. so... My niece is 11, been there, done that. I know the mindset of a guy. I know the mindset of the man. I know that there's psychos and a lot of nasty people out there that pleasure themselves looking at younger girls dancing. I just don't want my niece to be involved in that mess. No, it's, it's, it's um, terrible to even imagine mm-hmm. that. And, and you're right. You, kinda, you already know those, like, those roads. So it just, I just found this insanely... Um, irresponsible of her as a parent to not check it. And I've, and I've told her afterwards, you know, we're, we've already joked off. The, the problem was, was corrected. And I told her when I had to tell her, and I had to be hard with her about it. But I'm like, you're being, you're being kind of irresponsible as a parent because they're all gravitating towards, towards social media. And we need to teach them how important it is with social media, the truths and the non-truths. That's, I, I think one of the greatest posts that started or trends that started coming out was IG versus reality. Ooh. Because IG, the reality of IG is, wow, bro, look, he's living the life. He doesn't work. He's always at the beach, or she's always at the beach. She's on a boat. She's this. But the reality is she's probably stuck at home with her her confidence through the floor because she doesn't even believe in herself, and these pictures are making her feel better, and she's living a lie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you, think, I- do you think it's, um, because, um, like, I guess the first thing I thought of when, when you told me the story of your niece and your sister was um, kind of the, the lack of knowledge of what, what is actually there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm assuming that she didn't really know what exactly could happen on, on TikTok mm-hmm. or like what exactly you can do with the app. And I think maybe it's a, um, like knowledge is power type of theme. I think, I think I know exactly what you're talking about and you're 100% on. Because I think I, I think I was a step ahead of all that because I know the stuff that goes through the internet and I know the power of the internet. Somebody that may not be as educated on what goes around on the internet might just kind of just let it go. And I kind of heard a comedian talking about the different stages of social, of social media. 
Um, and they were kind of talking about, like, Facebook is, like, the retirement home. That's where, like, all the older folks are. Like, and it's it's funny because it's kind of true. Like, nobody my age really plays on Facebook anymore. It's all the older folks. They have the Facebook thing. And then you have the Instagram thing. The Instagram's kind of like the classified. Like, these are the these are the lounges. This is where everybody's kind of hanging out. They're too, they're, 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 they're too old for the clubs, but they can still want to kind of go out. <laughs> so TikTok is the club inside of a cruise ship. You know, you know you have to be 18-year-old to get in there, but there's a whole bunch of 16, 14-year-olds running around having a good old time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember this comedian? I can't remember what his name is right now, but I saw the clip of it, and I was like, bro, this is so spot on. I'll try to find it. I'll share it with you guys if you can find it. <laughs> yeah, I think, and, and I think the other thing, too, is... Um, I think when we were younger, I don't, I don't know if we were exposed to as much as as youth is now. I we think, weren't. I think social media. I think overall internet and the way it's expanded has given you so much more to to access of the world. You know what I mean? And and now you can see what's going on in India. You can see what's going on in in Ohio. But you need to. But you need to be able to do it the proper way. So again with the whole social media thing and Milian has this issue with his students or with our students all the time. The meme you see on social media doesn't mean that's the fact. So all of a sudden you're getting a lot of people that are being very lazy about wanting to do the research and then they yeah. see the sky's really pink, it's not blue and they're like, oh look, the meme said it was pink, it's not blue, that means it's blue and and, and it's like that meme with a, what colors do you see kind of deal oh. and now it becomes this discussion. No, the sky's blue because the reflection of the ocean is what the reflection of the sky is because it's science and it's not because the meme told you it was pink. No, and then, yeah, and, and then it'll, it'll become a battle of uh, like credibility. Like, right. Oh, how do you know it's actually coming from the, from the ocean, for instance? And yeah, there's, I, th I feel like there's also... With with as much information as there is, there's also that avenue for for misinformation mm -hmm. to spread like wildfire. So let me ask you. Let's let's turn it back to the viewpoint of a youngster. So are you happy not having social media, Mia? Because I know that you like Mia's the kind of young lady that'll read books. She does very well in school. Awesome. Uh, she's intuitive, but she's also inquisitive. She likes to like she wants to learn about something. She'll go find it herself and learn about it and take it to memory. She's a smart girl, but. Sometimes social media kind of deviates our attention. Like, it gets us a little bit, yeah. I don't know, distracted, I guess is the right word. And there's, like, so many things going on with social media that, like, I'd, I don't even want to go there. So it's it's a bit of a distraction. Like yeah, you're, I don't want to have that and be, like, thinking of all those things that are going on. It's just... It's a little much. The world is crazy. So there you have it. So you have a perspective of, of a young lady... Where there's some kids that are dying to have it, and look what you're talking about. You're 11 because years old, she's 11. Because they want to be like everyone else, but I could care less. There you go. And you understand my point is, it's like it, 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 it all matters about what your drive is and what you desire and what your goals are. Right. And I think that a lot of times as parents, and I'm guilty, but as parents, we either set the guidelines or don't set the guidelines instead of figuring out what they may want and then setting the guidelines from there. Go ahead, Nakea. Not... It's not necessarily everybody want to be everybody else. It's just that it don't really be nothing to do. Like, I use social media out of boredom, but I don't need it. Like, it's not something I rely on. It's just because it's nothing else. And that's probably the best way social media should be consumed is the way you consume it. Uh, I have to rely on it to a certain point. I can't stand relying on it. To me, it's a burden. I wish I didn't have the burden. <laughs> but the moment I get rid of the burden... Like, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do to begin with. So it's just kind of weird. So a lot of times I, I keep active with sayings and make you think outside the box and sometimes it has nothing to do with radio but 
It's like I'll fill it with sports content if, if you want, but there's a lot of people doing that already. I like yeah. I want it to be unique content to be a reflection a little more of me, right? But who has time for all that? I, I, Do you have that, Brian? You have you have one, Brian, with a what? Oh, the yeah, yeah Instagram, yeah. Yeah, Instagram. For, yeah, I have two. So there's a personal one and then there's the, yeah, sport, I do the same. sports psych one. Sports psych one, that's right. Mm-hmm. And the need for it is what I find to be incredibly uh, strange. Because like Frank says, when we were kids, we didn't have anything like that. Yeah. And we were just fine. Like we took, we rode bike and we played cards and... So I'm playing rummy. I used to play rummy 500 until I was blue in the face. You ever played rummy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jenga. I'm glad I grew. Surprised on how old school I am. I'm glad I grew up in the era that I grew up in because, like, Uh. like I was I was always very distracted when it came to doing stuff around school. So, I mean, I always got my work done and I always got my grades, but it was always oh yeah. Ponta a la tarea, do this, do this, do this, do this. Like, my mom used to have to, like, kind of put aside 30 minutes of reading time in order for me to be able to read before I even went outside, before I got to watch TV. My mom was that person. Oye, do your homework now. You're not allowed to do anything until you move on. But talking about the distractions, I can imagine if I had a phone and I had social media at that age, you know what I'm trying to say, I would never get any grades. My mom used to go through the extreme of grabbing my Super Nintendo controls. I'm going to outdate myself. Tell me you're old without saying you're old. Grab my Super <laughs> Nintendo controls. Payphones. On Sunday night at 8 p.m., dame los controls. She'll take the controls. She'll go and put them in her closet. I couldn't play Nintendo until Friday 3 p.m. when I got out of school. My distractions were out the window. Imagine if I had social media. I'd, I'd be doing third grade four years in a row. Yeah. That's the problem with online students now. They're all like, they don't want to do tests. They're cheating on their tests. They don't want to do homework. They're all online and there's like, all that. Yeah, and there's like 10 other things that they could be doing at the same time. And so they Always go on their phones. And so lazy. Other things. That's interesting. That reminds me of a study, actually. Have you ever heard of the, the marshmallow study? No, I haven't. I show my students this all the time. You remember, Catherine? Marshmallow study? Uh, it, was a, it was a long study. So they got these kids. They were about five years old. And they brought them to a room just like this. And they put a... The researcher came in and put a plate with a one marshmallow on it and told them, all right, I'm going to leave the room, and when I come back, if you haven't eaten that marshmallow, I'll give you another marshmallow. Oh, when yeah, I come I've back, seen that. You'll have two marshmallows. And so they leave the room, and they have, um, they're recording the, the kids and their reactions. And these kids, you have to see the video. They go crazy. They're like, they're pulling their hairs out. One kid picks up the marshmallow and, like, sniffs it, but then looks away from it and puts it <laughs> puts it back. One great. kid takes it and like takes a little piece of it, eats it, and then turns it over so the researcher won't see Nice. <laughs> that kid's gonna be one of those kids through life. Very cool. Right? <laughs> the researcher was like, you gotta keep that kid away from banks. Yeah. <laughs> that one can't be a bank teller. Catch me if you can. That's a great social that experiment. That, that's a great social experiment, though, because you kind of see what everybody's mentality is. With how am I going to get away with getting a piece of the marshmallow? What happens once the second marshmallow is presented, or did they just destroy so, the first one and never get the second? So one? it depends. So some kids, um, she she didn't even have to finish saying the sentence, and they they ate it. <laughs> and other kids, they were able to like just kind of hold off a little bit. Um, and wait for her to come back to get the second marshmallow. But really what they were looking at is um, delayed gratification. So how able are you to sacrifice what you want 
uh, right now for a greater goal or what you want long term. And the most interesting thing about this study is it was longitudinal. So they kept track of these kids mm -hmm. uh, into adulthood. And what they found was that those kids that were able to hold off on that first marshmallow ended up enjoying so much more um, factors of success in overall life. They tended to have um, um, greater job satisfaction. They tended to have lower divorce rates. Um, they tended to have overall um, le higher levels of happiness in their life. Hmm. Um, and, this, and it was this one factor, which was delayed gratification. And I think that's what's going on with RLI and with social media is sometimes we're on social media, right? And we're mindlessly scrolling. We are. And we could be there for like hours. Have you had conversations and you pick up the it. phone in the middle of the conversation and scroll while you're having a conversation? And then it's you don't know what's going on in the conversation. <laughs> you have no idea what's happening in the conversation. Yeah. And um, I, I think what happens there is is you lose sight of that like second marshmallow, so to speak. And you just get caught up in immediate gratification, just kind of uh, scrolling, 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 scrolling. If you get a like, it's even it's even worse. You're on there forever, um, and I think that's really what it is. Is is when your mom took away the Super Nintendo, it's like she took away that she she didn't even give you access to the. I wouldn't even think about it anymore. It, just, it was done. It was it a moot point. It became one of those. All right, here, mom. I go. We, we got to figure out something else to entertain ourselves till then. So I always come home, had my stack, did my homework. When I, whenever I was done, I was allowed to go outside. We did a lot of outside playing. Yeah, me too. A lot of outside playing. The the goal of that wasn't only just to not distract me with work, was to get my eyes off of a screen for so many hours during the day. Yeah. Mia, Mia plays outside. Mia's one of those outside kids. She likes to play outside. Not often, but she'll get out there and she'll play. You know how to ride a bike? Yeah. I don't do sports, but I like... Activity. Yeah, I like adventure. So, like... One day, um, I went to Markham Park with mm -hmm. my aunt and my sister and my cousin, and we went, like, basically where you're not supposed to go. We started going through the trees. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> we, <laughs> we started breaking down branches, hitting spider webs. It was so fun. And then there was, like, a shooting range. So then when we heard that, we were like, okay, we go this way and we keep going. We'll get <laughs> back to our car eventually. <laughs> So the adventure part of things, I think these kids don't do that. Like, I remember we'd take teacher work days back in the day uh, on 8th Street, all by 137, which now is very populated. Before, it was all Montes, right? And we'd put on our camos, we'd go machetes, uh, and we'd go out there, and we'd spend all day chopping things and finding things and playing war games. And I wasn't, like, a war game kind of guy, but I liked the adventure to go through, right? Mm -hmm. Then there was other days I don't want to do it. I just want to ride bike all over the place, and I would ride bike all over the place. But you always had something to do. And then the wind down was, I was a video game junkie, but I wasn't the guy that stayed home, played video games all day. That was the wind down at night. I wasn't going to miss <laughs> daytime to ride bike, play baseball, and do all the things I could do outside. That's funny. I, I got home, I took a shower, I ate, and the wind down there came out the Intellivision, or they came out the Odyssey. Mm -hmm. You don't know nothing about Odyssey. No. Or Intellivision. Television was the bomb, boy. Television was PS4 before PS4 was PS4. You got to look this stuff up. Old video game consoles. Oh, yeah. oh, I know about Atari. Yeah, everybody knows about Atari 2600, then the 5200. Yeah, 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 right. I'm talking to you about the real deal here, bro. In television, Odyssey was whatever. But Odyssey for its time was very good. Can we take three steps back real quick? Because I want to touch up on something that, um, that Brian was talking about. Um, so to kind of work my way backwards, my mom used to take away the controllers to get my eyes off of the TV. So this 
has replaced the TV. I just shared a picture with you, and it's a meme with a whole bunch of kids sitting around talking to each other. And the meme is very simple. It said, life before the internet. So even though parents are getting their kids off of certain devices and they're sending them outside, they're still going outside with a different device. And they're not running around. They're outside, sitting under a tree, playing with this device, right? We're lazy. We want instant gratification nowadays. You know how many people I hear walking around talking about forget a nine to five? I have to figure out how to get on TikTok so then I start getting paid money so I don't have to go and work. What's going to happen to our world, like, let's say 30, 40 years from now, when this generation now that's into the whole TikTok thing and forget a nine to five, they're not, we're, we're doomed. For, even then, how about trade workers? Like, nobody knows how to pick up a screwdriver anymore and, like, screw in a screw. What do we do about plumbers? What do we do with construction workers? A lot of these kids, that, that laziness, that they want that instant gratification, they're not going to have that longevity how you were explaining. Yeah. By the way, I'm the guy that left the marshmallow, wanted a second one. And I know you can confirm that, Larry. 100%. Yeah, that's 100% you. By the way, that's 100% me, too. I'm not going for the instant gratification. I'm the guy that buy. I used to buy a video game. You know how it's always sealed? Mm -hmm. So you run home and open it, break it open, then play. Oh, no. With me, it was a process. We got in, I would set it next to the video game. I'd go change. I'd wash my hands. I'd make myself something to eat. I'd come down. I'd then start breaking open the video game. I wouldn't rip it open. I would break it open nice and neatly. I would open it up. I, it so, was all an whoa. event to get to the game. Then you know in the game, in the beginning, the title. I wouldn't push a button. I'd put the I wouldn't push a button. I, I, no, don't push anything. We I, need to see the beginning movie. One of the biggest <laughs> screamings my son ever received as a kid was when I bought a game and he went and he hit the button. And I go, don't do that. Not the first time. That's a cardinal rule. I want to watch that. You were never able to skip the first time. You turned on the game. You had to let it go until the word push start came up onto the screen. I watched everything before that. Everything. That's why we all the leave the first marshmallow there. Give me yeah, the second one. I'll leave the first marshmallow, and if there's a second one, I'll leave them too. I'll go, let me know when I can finally eat. Like it's not, I'm not ready. I love saving for later. I love cherishing. I've got this. Mm, I'm gonna make the most. Bro, of it. even if you I'm drink, eating. you drink whiskey. Nobody chugs whiskey. Sorry that I'm saying this on the air. Whatever. You sip whiskey. I sip wine. I like wine. Like, are you kidding me? I'm a whiskey guy. But you don't gulp it. You. No. But even like food, like you give me something of food and like there's like oh, four different, different components. There's four different components on the plate. And I find the component that's the most delicious. I'll make sure that. no matter what, that's the last that one. will be, it's not be a lot, but the last bite will be that, that one. one. And I'll put it to the side. I eat moose track ice cream, right? So it's chocolate ice cream with syrup, brownie, and it has little pieces of Reese's peanut butter cups. I find one Reese's peanut butter cup, I put it to the side, have the rest of the bowl of ice cream just to make sure my Reese's peanut butter cup, I have it last. That's why I eat slow, so I can savor my... Ooh. And I do that, too. So, you know, I, due to military training, I eat very fast. Oh. I eat and taste later. Like, it's bad. Unless I go to an expensive restaurant. And yeah. actually, I shouldn't say an expensive restaurant. A, a restaurant that does things right. So, I know expensive restaurant and Outback don't go hand in hand. But when Outback gets the steak right, <laughs> you got to run for the hills, bro. And when I see they got the steak right, the slices are thinner. I cut them in half. I chew slower. I enjoy the sweet potato. I sit back and take in the ambiance, and I do what Mia does. I take my sweet time enjoying that meal. <laughs> Mom gets mad at me because I eat slow, but too bad. I got to savor my food. You know what my issue is with eating, Frank? I don't know about you. Like, A, my food needs to be hot. 
So if I take my time, it gets cold. I lose interest in the food. Oh, okay. It's a big deal for me. So I mow through food. That's a basic training thing. I blame I blame the United States Air Force for that. <laughs> it's their fault. They give you seven minutes to eat, and you had not had anything to eat, and you're hungry. And oh, man. It's, it's not a good mentality behind eating. Like, eating, you should be relaxed to eat. The last thing you ever are. When you have to eat an attention, you're not relaxed to eat. Um, and the Air Force are the softies. Like, the Air Force, you go to tech school, they make you, like, made-to-order burgers. I used to have double cheeseburgers for lunch in tech school. Like, they took care of you. But what basic training was and how you're taught and, and programmed to eat, mm. it, you, I was never unprogrammed. Frank will tell you, I'll mow through my food. I have to purposely wait for everybody to sit down and eat because if not, I'll finish before the last person starts. That's how quick I eat. I'm the slowest eater. I eat so slow. And the irony, as a kid growing up, I used to eat so slow because I was a picky eater. So I'm I'd be like picking at my food, not anymore. I'm not, I eat oysters. Yes, I learned about this. Frank, you know, she eats oysters and enjoys them. Remember my thing with oysters? I, I never ate oysters until 2021. I said 2021 I was going to try new things, do things I'd never done before. Boy, have I taken that to another level. Oyster was... Oysters was the first thing on the, on the docket right there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I was surprised how good it was. Now, I, they had to start me with the Parmesan-type crusted oysters so that I felt like I was eating something that was cooked. Eventually, I had to learn to open up the throat and shove it down and with the lemon. And, and Frank, I don't think I'd go for oysters three times a week, but it was pretty good. Not bad. I also eat sushi. Um, sometimes I eat broccoli, but it's not my favorite. I don't like broccoli. They can put all the cheese they want on it. You're not getting me to eat broccoli. Yeah, with cheese, I'll eat it. But you like green beans? See, I'll eat green beans. I don't know. Green beans work. You like asparagus? I don't think I've tried it. Asparagus got a weird aftertaste, but it works. Uh, I'll season the asparagus. That's what you have to do. Everything you have to do is saute and season, and you're good to go. Frank's the king of that. Frank's Mr. Mr. Chef, Mr. The Flavor. one thing mm -hmm. that I don't like, but I will eat because I live in a Cuban household, and if I don't eat this, I will starve. Beans. Rice. Rice. You know that you should train yourself. Your portion of rice should be no bigger than your fist. I don't eat a lot of rice. Good. That's, That's the smartest thing ever. You're always going to be in shape. My sister does eat a lot of rice, though. She loves all that stuff. But rice is pretty good. Mm. Especially us Cubans. We make that damn rice. Like, mm. Throw a little bit of frijoles on there. Mm. I'm you not like... Gallo Pinto? Gallo Pinto's not, the best. <laughs> I guess I'm not a big carb person. Well, so you, you identify carbs. You hearing this, Frank? Frank, you're going to sit in this chair before long. Just trying to understand what's wrong with rice and why I'm not getting no carbs because I eat a whole bunch of rice and I'm still this size. <laughs> so you like rice, yet you're as skinny as you are. Exactly. Yellow rice, white rice. You eat it all. Yes. Do you like do exercise? That's probably what it is. No. I Come see on, you. You're I'm pretty sedate. Exercise. She's pretty sedate. In fact, I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit and Elizabeth's going to, I'm not Elizabeth, I'm sorry, Kat's going to laugh. When she was in seventh grade, she used to fall asleep in class. <laughs> She'd be like, Frank, I kiss you. Oof. Ow. Like, oh, there goes McKay again. She's falling asleep. <laughs> I used to give her all kinds of crap for that. So I, if you eat rice, I have a feeling her metabolism has got to be flying through the roof and she doesn't even know it. Yeah. Dude, right. she's skinny. Yeah. Well, rice is the first way to get heavy. Right? That is not working for me. Well, but that doesn't work in China. You know why? I bet you you eat rice a different way than Cuban rice. Because Cuban, they put all that oil in it and Make fattening rice. I like yeah. Benny Hanna. Oh, Benny Hanna's right. Benny Hanna can get fattening too, though. Fattening. They throw that butter in there. Yeah. I love it. And then your grandma's gonna come to you, like, no, you're too skinny, you need to eat more rice. 
Mijita, come más, come más. Mira que flaca está. I can see, I can see your grandmother doing that one for sure. My great grandma. One time I went to the school carnival, and she was at the the little tiendecita they have with one of the nuns, <laughs> and they, <laughs> they had tacos there, and she was like, "Mia, tú quieres?" And I was like, "No, gracias." And she said, "Pero mira que flaca está." And the nun was like, "Yeah, pero mira eso." And I was like, okay, bye, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of tacos, have you guys tried Berea? That's how you say it, Berea tacos. Berea? Yeah, like B-I-R-R-I-A, Berea. No, I don't even know what it is. Would you care to explain that to me? No, because I ain't tasted it yet, <laughs> but I heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it's it until I taste it, but I just didn't get to it yet. Berea, I don't think I've heard of that one. Like, they cook it really, like, it take a long time for the meat to cook. I don't know what type of meat it is. And they put it in the salt. I don't know. I can't explain it, but it looked good. So <laughs> Yeah, I've never heard of that meat before. I'm going to have to do a little research on that. I usually know my meats. No, I, think it, I think it's the style of how they make the taco. I think I heard about this earlier last week. It's um, I'm going to look it up. But it's a style of how they cook it. I think it's between two different tortillas or something. It's it kind of like a Mexican arepa in a way. A Mexican arepa? Yeah, like they get two flowers and then the meat's in the middle and then they put like the, all the toppings in it, all the condiments. Mejia, what nationality are you? You Nicaraguan? Honduran. You're Honduran. All right. I, was, I, I thought, I was thinking of a baleada right now. Cause the baleadas are good, boy. They kind of reminded me mm. of that. But back in my neighborhood, back in my own neighborhood, Sweetwater, like we had a bunch of Nicas. Like they used to call me Nica Cubano. Like, was, Cubano Nica. Like they was like, <laughs> hey, Cuba. They used to call me. I was hanging out with all the Nicas. I love that guy, Opito, boy. Fire, man. It's fire. And I got a little Pinolandia there, right? I, um, I don't know, man. Food, to me, is always so... Uh, it says a lot about who you are when you, when you like a style of food, right? I, I always ask people, what's your favorite kind of food, right? So if you ask me, I'm going to tell you, it's either Cuban or Italian food. Mm. Cuban, because it's my heritage. Italian, because I was raised in Brooklyn. Here we go. Get mad at me, Frank, for saying that. Mine's is soul food. Soul food, okay. Which, by the way, I like all kinds of food. Fridays, back in the day, I would go by the spot that they would smoke, uh, smoke barbecue. Oof. Right, right near Miami Dade North. It was like on Twenty Second and One Thirty and One. Is that One Thirty Fifth? I don't know. One, one, one. No, yeah, you know what I said. The one that runs, yeah, the one that runs to the Gratney. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah, there was um, Fridays only to go out there. And I would come home from work, and I'd pull over, and I'd pay like $7, and I'd get like the soul food version of La Completa, Frank. That and rib shack? Yeah, I think that's what it was, something like that. Man, they'd be in the smoke, and there'd be guys outside, and you go, and you spend 20 minutes, and they talk to perfect strangers, and they treat you like family. And I would get my food, and I'd go home, and I'd have to cook on Friday. Had a good foundation for Friday afternoon and evening water drinking festivities. <laughs> and um, it was good to go. I love that. So I always experience different types of food. But my favorite? Italian food and Cuban food. Italian food. Mia, what's your favorite kind of food? Cuban food, huh? Um, honestly, I don't really like Cuban food. I don't know why. Hmm. I eat it, well, but I it's not my favorite. Cuban household, you, I'm sure you eat it. It's not you starve. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really know. I have a wide range. Wide range. That means you uh, you try all kinds of foods. Which evidently, the 11-year-old eats oysters. A 52-year-old had to force himself to eat And sushi. You eat sushi? No, and sushi. That's right. You love sushi. I, sushi is for Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you get a peek behind this, like, 
one of my closest yes. and dearest friends owns a sushi restaurant. Very popular sushi restaurant. I go eat hibachi. I don't eat a sushi. I want nothing to do with sushi. You're I'm a picky eater a little bit. I love sushi. I, I, my grandma I comes on home on Wednesdays and she stops by Publix and gets the $5 sushi because on Wednesdays it's $5. It is $5 on Sunday. So you know what? I'm gonna, I, since 21, Frank, is the year of me trying new things, we're going to make Wednesday sushi day for me. Try a California roll. Well, the California rolls are the ones that Those I can the eat because there's no I raw have. fish in yeah. there. Right? There's no raw and fish. And then I also have another one. I don't know what it's called, but it has like crunchy stuff on the outside. It's good. I don't know enough. I also went one time to this food truck somewhere. Those are the best. they had tuna tacos. They Ooh. were good. Tuna tacos? Mm. Yeah. I like my tuna fish sandwich, but I don't know. It was like. It had a bunch of like sushi stuff in it, but just in a taco shell. It was good. What? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of of food trucks. I love going to food trucks. Me food too. Truck events. I think those are fun. Actually, every overpriced Tuesday, but fun. Every Tuesday at um, what's this beach called? Hallover. Uh huh. They have a food trunk. Uh, food. Truck. So they have a bunch of food trucks lined up, but that's always yeah, fun. Yeah, it's in a circle, and you get you get to like kind of walk around and and. Try out different foods and Frank, what's your favorite food? Um style of food. Indian food, is that what you like? No, um, I would say probably Italian food. Oh, I thought you liked the Indian food from the Patels. No, no? I, th- I, I can't do like that curry. Food, I like the spicy food. I like food. It's my just curry the curry, sauce. the smell the of curry the, the curry after the curry sauce is very good. I like spicy foods. But I think Italian probably be like the go to. Italian's the best, bro. I don't I like know. Italian. But like not pizza, like like ziti and like actual meals, ravioli, seafood pasta, you know. Deadpool, what's your favorite form of food? Cuban food. Cuban said. food, of course. You got to make Cuban food taste damn good, boy. Have you ever had Ecuadorian food? I have. It's different. Yeah. I've it's never different had than it. Hispanic food. It's not like it is an <laughs> offset that's there. Like Hispanic foods are all kind of like Dominicans and Colombians and Cubans. Yeah. There's just variations of different plates. And then you got Ecuadorians, boy. That is like just, it's just I've never, I'm, different. I'm going to be honest, I've never had it, but it's on my list of food to try. Cause and, they, and they all have different names of things. Like, you don't even know what you're eating. It's different. It's different. Yeah. From what the guy that, that was explaining it to me, like all the different plates, it sounds like something I got to try. For sure. Mia? Sure. It is apparent to me, young lady. I'm, we've been interviewing Mia today on all this, and I, I hear her food. Are, are you McDonald's or Burger King? I have to bring it down a thousand. We're talking up there in the foo-foo land. Um. McDonald's or Burger King? <laughs> Which one is it? You're going to tell me you don't like either one, do you? I do. I just, I don't know. I'm Burger King, by the way, just so you know. I'd rather eat regular food. Like this is about, that, food you, at you home. You just made the point I wanted There's you to make. There's food at home. Yeah. There's food at home. That's the point I wanted to make. You made the perfect point. You, you you did exactly what I was hoping you would do. I'd rather eat at home. Wow. I used to work at, that was my first job. The BK? I worked at Taco so I Viva. Never, I can't eat it anymore. Yeah, you can't. You don't look at it the same. No, not at all. Oh my because God. you know the you process? Those videos on like how things are made and like you see all the, oh no. Oh no. Yeah, That'll ruin my. Once you watch that, it's. Yeah, so there's a documentary. The perspective, my perspective of the world has already been changed enough, so I'm done with that. <laughs> you, you know what? 
My favorite food group is Italian, but my favorite group overall is the one group that is the one food that everyone loves to be like, do you know what's in those? Hot dogs. Popeyes? Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Oh. I can't stand the person be like, do you know what a hot dog consists of? Be like, bro, yes, and it's delicious. But here's the thing is, if you're going to have a hot dog, do it right. So Chicago style. you go Chicago style, or you go Nathan's, you know, or you go Hebrew National, you know, the kosher... You know, you have a lot less of the blood element, and it does affect the taste a little bit to the connoisseurs like him. But you can eat a hot dog, and I worry about having to end up in a hospital because I love hot dogs. Can I eat hot dogs? Mm. By the way, everybody that says that they're eating healthy around here, I think we're kind of lying to ourselves because there's so much preservatives and foods that we're actually doing more damage Healthier. to ourselves. And the reason, the reason why I say it's because I remember going to Europe, and all of a sudden a market just popped up in the middle of nowhere. And I was educated that their refrigerators were like the size of the refrigerator in your closet. They don't have big fridges because everything they eat is fresh. So they actually go to the market every day, pick out what they're going to make for dinner that night, make the dinner, and then they go to the market the very next day. You like fruit, Mia? Wow. Yes. Fruit does the, does, the, does the job, right? We do eat over-processed foods for sure. But sometimes we don't have a choice. Organic food is overpriced. Most of the time. It is. Food is food. Are you kidding me that you're pl- the same or organic taste It just dawned on me. You're playing the song. That means the show's over. Show flew. We didn't well, did we play any music today? We didn't have to. Just rejoins. Wait, oh <laughs> this is crazy. The show's over. Alright, so you guys gotta hear me out. This is the back end of the show and I do this every day. We close out the show with Coldplay clocks because the clock is telling us it's time to go. <laughs> However, today's theme, as crazy as it's been, it all started out with planning ahead. Having vision, long vision. Not living in the today, but remembering that tomorrow exists and that you have to live for tomorrow. Many times we get caught up in the little things of our life, in the today that has us bogged down, that has us upset, that has us pissed off has us off our rails. We're not on the road to our own success, a path that we make for ourselves every morning when we wake up. Today they're 10th graders, but as 7th graders, I used to tell them, Mr. Mejia, what are you going to do today to win the day? And they used to have to tell me what they planned on doing to make themselves a little bit better today than they were yesterday. And these kids have come a million miles. They're my favorite group so far in all my years of SLAM is this group, class of 2023, because of how they've evolved and the things that they do. They learned long vision. Some of them are still caught up in the today, but understand, I need to cut it out because tomorrow is right down the, right down the street. I'm not in seventh grade anymore. I got a junior ring ceremony in less than 12 months. What is going on here? When did I grow up like this? Coming up quick. Coming up quick. So you got to start thinking long game. And if an 11-year-old like Mia, who has been an amazing guest today, thank you for joining me. You're welcome to sit in that chair anytime, young lady. This is awesome. You are one of the best co-hosts I've ever had in all my years of radio. I just can't believe it's an 11-year-old that I did this <laughs> with. You're phenomenal. I have no words but just gratitude, and I'm excited to see you do more of this. You're really good. Long vision, guys. If a young girl like her can do it, we all can do it. I don't do it. We get caught up in the today and we forget that tomorrow exists. Something's going on in your life that's got you down. It's got you feeling blue. It has you, I don't know, not 
on your path, the path that you know is your path, what you need to do to achieve your success and your dreams and your goals, then take a step back and ask yourself why. Retool yourself. Go to that mirror that I've always said. Ask yourself in that mirror, what am I going to do today so that you can continue on that positive path? Continue with that long vision, folks. Just because this day is over, this show is over, I got to think about tomorrow's show. What am I going to do on Friday? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play a lot of music, and we're going to have a party. We're going to party like it's the last day ever. Because on Friday, I'm not going to have that long vision. I'm going to be thinking about the weekend. <laughs> but until then, dream big. Long game. long game, folks. Have a good one. See ya. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.